check one, check two. I think we live right now. Check, the, check, 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 check. And the reason why I have this overlay on right here showing the Hoodstocks logo and uh, the Hoodstocks cash app is because we're going to be turning all YouTube monetization off on this podcast, on this, on just this podcast right here. So we don't get flagged for playing uh, music okay. that is owned by other entities. Um, and I'm talking about our guest's music. He's gonna, we're gonna be playing his music. He's gonna be doing a live performance. But anyway, since we're turning monetization off, if anybody would like <clears throat> to donate to the platform, the Cash App, that's our Cash App right there. And please feel free to donate anything. We're not panhandling. Ching, ching. <laughs> But um, this is how we do it, baby. All monetization off, and we're going to go buck wild on this fucking podcast, dog. Uh, on that note, bam, baby. There it is right there. And we are going to kick this off uh, with this song by our guest. Let's go, baby. Like, subscribe. Hoodstocks, baby. Don't play with it. Shout out to the homie Ito. Let blood be spilt in my honor May my blade be painted with the carnage May my spirit be embraced by the fallen Following my calling, confiding in the whispers There's only one place for a sinner There's only one place that's the rate I pull the trigger Never cast a spell on the weak Never wish death or defeat Victory dance with the elite Envious signs around me Mysterious signs that I see Dangerous minds we all meet Everyday struggles, that's mostly my fault Who's to judge me and make the call? I feel hateful vibes, full force My heart, no remorse Soul all black, no corpse Come and touch my ghost, raise all a toast, kill a ghost My homie won't get off the can till hell freeze I came out of thin air, bet them niggas felt freeze Homies coming threes, put body under leaves Tie me up the sleeve, how we gonna bleed? My other homie fresh out the can Baby, welcome to Hoodstocks on a Sunday morning. Yes, bravo, sir. Bravo. Thank you, man. Yeah. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Origin Bakery Equipment, your one-stop shop for all your bakery restaurant equipment needs, home base to wholesale commercial bakeries, new and used. Follow them on Instagram at Origin Bakery Equipment, LLC. Um, and then you can pull up on them at 10441 Rush Street in South Almonte. Uh, today's podcast is also sponsored by FB County USA. Uh, go through uh, to the, go to their website, and uh, after you get 
done figuring out what the hell you're going to buy, um, put in promo code Hoodstocks and it's going to get you a discount. Okay, looking for good quality urban. I mean real quality. Hit up the Dank Shop. Excuse me. Hit up the Dank Shop in Whittier where you can get all the best brands and products of cannabis. You can find them at 15022 Mulberry Drive, Unique in Whittier, California. And follow them on Instagram at thedankshop.420. And as well, we have their phone number. You can give them a call right now at 562-561-9406. Okay, today's guest, man. Today's guest, dog. Man, you guys don't even know. Like, you guys don't know. Today's guest was the first guest ever to be on Hoodstocks, episode one. If you go back into the time machine of YouTube, right? Episode one of Hoodstocks. Episode one of Hoodstocks was May 25th, 2019. We're in our fourth year of the podcast. But episode one, returning. Everybody give it up for the great, the powerful, the almighty, Brown uh, Lucci, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's salud, go. Salud. Thank you, bro. How you doing, brother? Chilling, man. Super chilling, brother. It's been a minute. It's been since May 25th, 2019, <laughs> Dougie. It's been a minute. And the reason why that, if you guys, you guys can go back, retract, rewind. And so you've been in Mexico all these years. Yes, sir. You know, and, and, and like I said, you guys can go back and hear homie's story. I mean, the reason why you left L.A. area and you moved yourself out there. Well, first, uh, when I left L.A., I went to Las Vegas because I had my family out there. My cousin had just passed away. She had her daughters out there and just wanted to be a deal to my, to my sobriety. You know what I mean? And uh, I worked for a long time at Quest Diagnostics. Uh, I went back to school. Went to Quest Diagnostics, was working uh, graveyard shifts at all the hospitals in Las Vegas and poking people and taking their blood and shit. And then I went to Mexico when I, uh, just a little bit before COVID happened, I wasn't happy and I saw that they were training us for something. And I told you, remember I told you, watch, watch. And look what happened, COVID happened. So I think it was for a reason. I went to Mexico, I met my wife, my son was born in Mexico. And now I live in Teotihuacan, in Mexico. Let's go, baby. You know what? This this the story uh, about you moving out there, and people can go and watch the first episode. Um, but the story about you going out there, it just seemed like you were just kind of like in crossroads in life. Is it that safe to say? Yeah, it's super safe to say that, bro. Like, uh, I didn't have no kids. I didn't have nothing going for me. I supposedly had a big boy job and had nothing to show for it except for a fucking truck that I paid off or whatever, you know what I mean? I just wasn't happy, like I was looking for, I felt like I was looking for something and I had my team out there and so I tried to make, I tried to go out there and make shit happen. $1,200 in my pocket and uh, here I am, brother. Yeah, and you've been out there this whole time. Here you are back in LA visiting your family, but you've been out there the whole time and I remember the, the stories that you were sharing. I still remember episode one, bro. You know what I mean, and that's just because I love you, my boy, and 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 I I I just I I I appreciate you. I was talking about you with Preston last night, dog, in regards to you as as a man, dog. You know, and and sometimes, 
um, like you, bro, you are, you're an underground L.A. rapper, probably one of the best ones out here, dog, as far as thank I'm you, concerned. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. It's, uh, when it comes to L.A. underground, dog, we got some beasts down there, bro, and these are dudes, dog, that aren't trying to do all that fucking pretty boy fucking uh, whatever you want to call that shit that's, that, you know, that's on mainstream fucking music. Like, this dude is underground as you get right here, but he's, he, he I, I think you might be the definition of what an underground rapper is in regards to just the way you move and the way you are, bro. Like, you had one point, you're like, bro, like, you know, I'm going to make it hard for people to find my music. And I'm like, dog, why you right. want to do that, bro? You know, that was a past conversation. But I don't want to be all over the place, bro. But you had told me, like, look, I got to go, like, you know, I got to go by, like, they, 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 they grade the salt. You know, you were telling me just different things about how it was living out there in Mexico. Yeah. And then and then for people that don't know, he has one steel leg that was severed off from a motorcycle accident, <laughs> you know. And so he says, damn, sometimes I got to watch out being out there because I have this fucking expensive steel leg that can potentially attract the wrong attention yes, from, from cats out there thinking that I have money. Yep. Man, um... I stick out like a sore thumb, homie. I'm a big dude. I'm bald. I got a fucking big-ass beard. I'm tattooed. And top it off, I got this prosthesis that's fucking worth more than people's houses and shit. You know what I mean? So it's easy to be like, yo, this fucking gringo, this fucking Chicano, like, he has something. Like, he's he's somebody. He's something. You know what I mean? And especially when I first went out there, I mean, we lived in the hood, the hood. But <clears throat> I, I had also been going out for, you know, 10 years performing shows in Mexico and going to that same hood, you know what I mean? To the point where people invite me to their homes, like, yo, don't go over here, or I'll take you over there, and shit like that. Looking out for you. Right, right. So it, it really uh, it really got to the point where people knew who I was and respected who I was without having to, you know, answer questions about my leg or what the fuck I'm doing here, et cetera. And you had a taquero out there for a minute. How did that go? A burrito. We had a little burrito spot. One of the homies, uh, his parents had like a, a restaurant that I had already did. And night times, we would set up burritos. I, I would go buy the meat. Me and my lady would hook up burritos, 75 pesos. And shit, you know what what is mean? 75 pesos equipment? 75 pesos is probably like $5. Okay. Not even $5 because 100 pesos is like 5 bucks. Okay. Wow. That's enough to fucking... Not enough to do shit, really. But I just wanted to, I wanted to make a name like, yo, he's out here and he's working. He's just not like asking for money in the streets and fucking selling chiclets and shit like that. Okay, now I get that. You wanted you wanted to uh, you wanted to build a name in this community, bro. You know, for yourself and let people recognize your face and say, hey, you know what? I you know I don't have money. I'm out here. Yeah, I wanted to generate income like anybody else, bro. Like, bro, I'm out here. I'm working. I got my family out here. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to make shit happen with uh, on the music. But at the same time, like, man, we gotta eat. We gotta. We got. I gotta do something. I'm not just gonna just sit there and and fucking ask for handouts and shit, especially not in Mexico. You know what I mean, I mean, how are you looked at in Mexico, my G? As right as, now, well, back then to now, in regards to because you you talked about it like. What do they call them? They call they, uh, they call some individuals pochos. You know what I mean? Like, are you are you are you one of them now? I've been called all of the above. You know what I mean? And even where I live now, uh, I it's more <laughs> I stick out more because I live on the outskirts of the pyramids, and there ain't nobody like me out there. You know what I mean? So I stick out a lot more. How is there nobody like you out there, bro? Like how? In what? In what fashion? 
There's no Chicanos. There's no Chicanos where I live, bro. There might be a one or two, but they live an hour or three hours from me. You know what I mean? There ain't no Chicanos where I live, bro. So is it is it easy to, to distinguish a Chicano from a, a, a Mexican native? Like, right? Easily, because I'm big as fuck. And these fucking people are, we're talking about Central America. They're like five nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? My son, my son's two years old and as big as five-year-old kids, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's going to stick out like a sore thumb now. So I passed on this shit to him. Yeah. I feel bad, but, but nah, but it, it is what it is. And, and the same thing over there, like, uh, uh, I fucking sell goats and shit like that. Like I do what the people do out there, barter and shit like that, because there ain't no, there ain't no, there ain't no fucking McDonald's. There ain't no fucking Walmart. There ain't none of that shit where I live, homie. And I love that shit. I love hearing that shit, dog. I I, I want a piece of that, dog. I want I want not a piece of it. That's the wrong word. I'd like to experience that, bro. I would like, like you to too, also, because it will fucking change your life, and you'll come back home and be a better person for your family, bro. And when you go out there, it's gonna make you want to do more things. It's gonna make you want to invest. A lot of people they go and get a job, get a four hundred one k and shit like that. But with less money, you can go out there, link up with someone like me, and start a business for me, and come out like every three months. And that's all extra money in your pocket. You know what I mean? I know you work hard. You you work hard. And a lot of motherfuckers work hard for the money. But who's investing in the right places? This is hood stocks, motherfucker. I thought we were talking about yeah. hood stocks. Good shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people uh, went and bought crypto, went and do stocks and shit like that. And look what's happening right now. How much money do you have in your pocket? What kind of investments do you have for your family? Where can you go? Can you say, you know what? I go to Mexico and I go every three months. And I'm picking up my money, coming back home, taking care of my family with a little extra chump change I got in my pocket. Even if it's a sacrifice taking flights and <clears throat> dealing with transportation and stuff like that, it becomes like a routine. Like for me, it becomes a routine to fly out and do stuff like that. And I love it, you know what I mean? So you think I, I would be able to get a rite of passage, dog, by just being with you out there? Uh Define rite of passage. Rite of passage is like, uh, well, let's 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 uh, let's use. If it. they saw me and you together doing something out there, yeah, people would be super interested. Like, all right, what's going on over here? Yeah, and and it's super interested in maybe like not a positive way, a negative way, and both. Yeah, and both. Okay, so we talk about rite of passages. Like a lot of people say, when you come to L.A., it's good to check in with cats out here in L.A. You know, and why? Because maybe they can be with you while you're moving out here, or maybe they can give you a heads up of, you know, how to move and maybe places to stay with during the time of depending on the weather out here, right? You know, definitely, definitely. You know, so that's what I mean by rite of passage, dog. Like, well, you wouldn't have to come and check in with me because I'm nobody. You know what I mean? No, but, but I'm just saying if they see me with you, but like you said, they would be interested. I think they would understand because I've already been out there for a little bit, and they they already kind of see what I'm doing, and like, all right, well, he's 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 bringing his boys out here, and they want to do something. Yeah, I don't think it would be looked on, frowned upon, or anything, <clears throat> nothing like that. Just be, don't be checking out them little five foot little mamacitas by the. By the there's side. a lot of there's a lot of little princesses out there that you'd be like, bro, they come out the what, homie. I be I be walking into some pueblos that are scary as fuck to just even enter, bro. And out of the woodworks, you'll see some little princess. I'm like, what? I better turn my eyes, bro, because I don't know what she's doing over here. I don't know if it's a, if she's a witch, if she's a nagual. They call naguals out there. <laughs> Bro, but but you find you find a lot of little gems in, in these places where I be at, bro. Absolutely, dog. 
Absolutely. And so, with, with bro, I love this conversation. I, I loved it then. I love it now, dog. And now the, 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 the conversation is a little more extensive because you've been out there for all these years, right? Um, you said barter goats, bro. Like, you know, it's it's kind of like back to the old-fashioned, uh, old, you know, way of doing business, bro. All right, so when COVID happened, uh, just before COVID happened, I found out my lady was pregnant. So I immediately knew that my son was going to be born in the middle of this political transition that they were doing with COVID as far as the lockdowns, the vaccines and all that shit. So immediately when my son was born, I started looking to get the fuck out of Mexico city, bro, because we had a big ass crib. We lived like on the third floor of a, of a building in Iztacalco. I had the whole third floor and the fucking azotea, which is like a rooftop and shit. Yeah. Huge place, bro. We had parties there and 50 people could sleep over in my house. You know what I mean? Wow. COVID happened, lockdowns, and I felt like, first of all, I can't get sick because if I get my my girl sick, she's pregnant, that's gonna something's gonna happen. So I I was really like in the crib playing video games, listening to beats, writing music, and trying not to go outside and shit. You know what I mean? My son was born. We started looking. I, I've always liked the pyramids, bro. It's it's a, it's a, it's spiritual for me, and and I feel like I've paid a homage by climbing those pyramids several times. Right now, you can't even climb those pyramids, bro. And I've already done that shit more than 10 times. You know what I mean? Who can say that? Me, me and my my wife, we we climbed that when we met together, and it's, it's, it's special to me. So I've always liked the little area. That I, I've always liked the people, how uh, genuine, they are, how authentic they are. And I said, well, let's go look for a crib out there. So we, we spent four months looking for a crib. We found one. We went. And... um. It, it, it's definitely a change from living in the city, you know what I mean? Like, it, it brings you down here. And those people don't live like people in the city, you know what I mean? They barter, they sell nopales, they fucking sell gallos, they fucking sell goats, cows, all that shit. You know what I mean? So we started making soap. I fucking went on YouTube, and I don't know what fucking video I saw. I was like, I can fucking do this shit. I'll make some dope-ass soap for a fucking wash that ass for me, you know what I mean? <laughs> so we started we started going around to like barbershops and like uh salons and shit like look at this is a, this is the soap we make boom 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 boom. I got a job in a barbershop in the city and I was there for like um, 6 months. And uh people don't know like I've been cutting hair for a long time and shit I don't have no official license or nothing but I'll hook you up, you know what I mean? So like look, I sell soap and I cut hair. It was like, "All right, cut hair here and sell your soap here." Just do it. Yeah. Went to pyramids where we live at. Same thing. Like, all right, I don't got goats. I don't got chickens, but I got a fucking gang of soap. You know what I mean? Let's barter. Let's do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how I live out there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to give you 50 soaps. Give me two goats. Sell them fucking two goats. Buy four more goats. Sell those fucking four. It's like the drug game, homie, but with fucking livestock and shit. You know what I mean? That's badass, bro. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Have you ever, uh, have you ever like fucking chopped a goat up and ate it, bro? Yes, sir. And did, did you uh, have to? I mean, obviously, you're around all these uh, individuals out there, bro. Uh, uh, natives to that to that land, and they can probably put you up on game how to do it. Or I've I've absorbed a whole <laughs> lot of shit, bro. And they're and they're you know what I mean they don't uh. They don't cut corners. So, I mean, these fucking people work hard and, shit, and they take pride in what they do. And and killing a goat and making ridia or making barbacoa, 
Bro, that's just like a ritual, homie. Yeah. It's super spiritual because you're taking the animal's life. You know what I mean? You're gonna put it underground. You're gonna you're gonna season the meat. You're gonna it's very special, homie. So when you when you eat these meals, yeah, it's delicious and shit, but a lot of times you don't you don't know a lot of t- you eat a hamburger, you think where it fucking came from? Yeah. You know what I mean? Same shit. It's like but when you're with these people all the time and they have to do it all the time, yeah, it's not fun. It's not fun, but we gotta eat. And it comes from somewhere. We know we know what kind of grass those animals eat. You know what I mean? What kind of water waters the food that they eat? Stuff like that. So the cycle of life, it just it just becomes like you're part of that cycle, man. And if you if you want to survive, you better fucking get your hand dirty, put some fucking boots on. Put a fucking hat on so your fucking head don't look like mine all red in the sun and shit. <laughs> yeah, brother, it's 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 a it's a drastic change. I mean, I mean, it seems like it's an amazing. And if you got no fucking leg, I'm out there wobbling around and shit, stepping in shit. So people are like, dude, this guy like really wants this guy really wants to do this shit. You know what I mean? So a lot of times people like will approach me like, yo, I know you bought a goat from this dude. I'm his friend and shit, and I got these goats. So it just, it just become, bro, it's so small, everyone knows who the fuck you are, bro. Real quick. Real quick. Where I live right now is <clears throat> it's a little town called Cuatro That fucking town was built off of, and you're going to trip out, people that steal gas or combustion, and they're called huachicoleros. I live in a town where it's all fucking huachicoleros, and I'm a bald dude, tatted up, driving my fucking truck and they fucking think I'm one of them. I mean, like, who is this dude now coming into our town and, like, who who does he run with? They're called clicas, gas clicks, bro. <laughs> it's like a gang, but of people that go out to the fields, dig into the fucking dirt to find where the pipes are and steal fucking millions of pesos of gas, homie. It's and they all live in that same town and they build their fucking houses. Off the gas. They're Off jacking. of gas, homie. <laughs> Shout out to the Wachicoleros, eh? Porque yo soy, yo soy cargo de mi gasolina con esos man. Absolutely, brother. That shit's crazy, huh? I love that shit, dog. I love these stories right here, bro. This is like the bread and the butter of Hoodstocks right here. I bro. go to the gas station like. Never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the gas station. And I came out here like the other day. What do they call Wachicoleros? Wachicoleros. Wachicoleros. Man, you want to fucking hear some corridos? Just look up. Corrido del Huachicolero. There's a fucking gang of them, homie. Real shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just some fools talking about fucking Dog, stealing, stealing gas. gas, bro, and fuck the government. Now I got your gas, and I'm fucking making money, homie. Oh, shit, dog. I love that shit, dog. I'm telling you, dog. I was telling you right before this. I was like, damn, Luchi, I'm a little just like, you know, like the Spanish is just not on deck, right? You know, but it's been around me all my life and a lot of times they talk to me and I understand it, bro, you know, but I feel like if I put myself in that situation right there, bro, that I had to fend for myself, bro, I feel like within a month, bro, two months, dog, I could be pretty good, dog, with my Spanish, dog. You'll definitely pick it up. Spanish was my first language as a kid and then like in third grade, there was no more ESL classes, so you fucking had to go to English class and teachers were speaking Mm -hmm. to you in English. Because yeah. before, like, kindergarten to, like, third grade, I was speaking Spanglish and shit, English and Spanish, you know what I mean? Yeah. My, my parents and my grandparents have always spoken to me in Spanish. And I think, like, after third grade all the way to high school, like, I just turned, I just spoke English a lot. And it's really quick because as a kid, all these kids, they want to play, they want to do this and that. You got to pick it up quick, you know what I mean? When I went out there, I speak 
pocho Spanish, Chicano Spanglish, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like I've absorbed a lot of it, a lot, a lot of the terminologies that they use and the slang that they use because I have to use it. You know what I mean? But my Spanish has definitely gotten better. You know what I mean? It's it's hard for me, like, dude. I got a lot of homies that in Spanish, rapping, homie, killing it. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck. How come I can't fucking express myself as good as this fucking guy, bro? Yeah. Because in English, I can do the same shit. So it really bothers me, like, to this day, like, man, I'm out there all the time. I live there, and I'm still, like, struggling to fucking write in Spanish, be inspired to do stuff in Spanish. You know what I mean? I'm trying. I'm trying, bro. Yeah. I'm trying, bro. I'm learning still, and I'm absorbing a lot, and I'm learning a whole lot of shit, bro. Yeah, absolutely, dog. I think when we, uh, when you get to know an individual, and that, and you, uh, and you hear their journeys, you hear their struggle, and then you play their music after you hear the individual. We're gonna be playing a lot of Lucci's music during this podcast. That's why I said we're taking, mon- we're turning monetization off, dog. And since this has been, this was our first guest episode one on Hoodstocks, bro. Like we just fucking. We, 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 we're pulling out all the stops, dog. At least I'm trying to, bro. First off, let me, matter of fact, give me that backpack and that hat. I got some. I got some gifts for you right here, dog. Where, where? Yeah, I got some. Uh, I got. A, I got. A, I got some three hats for you, doggy. You know, and I got a backpack of some stuff for you in there, dog. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. The 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 uh, the is a little like low right now, bro. Like there's been times where we've had a lot of stuff. There's not hold a lot on, of stuff right on. now, I wish dog. It's gonna match right now. We're about to fucking rock on you. Give me that box, fool. I got some gifts for you too, doggy. Well, thank you, brother. Bring me some. Bring me those shirts, whatever ones out there. I hope that shit fits you, homie. Uh, you got size sexy? Well, I thought I thought you were like working on on your best life, homie. But it looks like me and you right now are are the same shit. Show me. Show me shit. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Yeah. Hell yeah, dog. <laughs> She's saying I'm out of shape. <laughs> I like that. That's dope, dog. I to rock this shit. Yeah, that's dope, bro. I like that. And that's what I like about your shit, dog. You got that dark shit, bro. <laughs> I like that dark shit, my G. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, we got larges right here. So you check it out. We're going we're gonna, to, um, when we do live phone calls, the first person to call in live is going to get one of these shirts right here, dog. And Preston wears a large, right? You wear a large, dog? Yeah. Put, yeah. That, put that shit on, Preston. I don't believe you, dog. <laughs> um... And so let's do uh let's let's get into uh, let's play a song off your album, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, we do that. I mean, are we are we moving too fast? I mean, how did how let's was it? Let's do this. Let's do this. Okay. Play the intro off my album. Cast Stones, we just released it uh this year in January. Big up to the homie Nico JP. Nico JP, bro, is a fucking dope ass producer. He produced for the homie Cancerbero before he died. And if you're up on Spanish rap or Latin America rap, Cancerbero's a fucking legend, homie. So when he approached me to do a project, I was like, whoa, this is... First of all, I was honored. Then I was like, dude, am I good enough? Am I good enough? Like, does this guy really... And yeah, bro, we... It's one, it's one of my best projects to date, and I'm in love with this project, bro. A lot of times I was telling the guys the other day, because we were at the studio here in Santa Monica, and I was like... Sometimes I feel like I can't top this album, bro. And uh, I really need a lot of ears on this album, bro. I really need people to to see how much I've grown on this album. This intro, if you can tell me which movie it's from, I'll fucking cash app you $50 right now. God damn it, dog. 
All right, let's go. Let's play the intro right here. I'm not playing. Nobody call. No nothing. No calls right now. When it's time to open up the phone let's line, let's do this. Let's play the intro and yeah. then let it go into the second song. Okay. And then I mean to the first song, and then after the song, if someone comes up, where that fucking intro's from? What movie is from? I'll cash up on fifty bucks, bro. There it is. There. Let's go. I was trying to rob him, and he took my gun from me. And the gun was full of blanks. And he shot the blank into my eye. Yeah. And now, I cannot see from this eye ever again. The doctor said, No, it's not like what all your fault. I mean, basically, if you're robbing a man and you're only carrying blanks and you allow your gun to be taken off you and you allow yourself to be shot in the eye with a blank, which I assume the person needs to get quite close to you, then... Yeah, really, it's all your fault for being such a puff. So why don't you stop whinging and cheer the fuck up? Don't you want the guy dead? I do want the guy dead. I want him fucking crucified and crucified and crucified. Played into the first song. What's the name of this song right here? Mal de Ojo. Let's go. Brown Lochi. Yeah. Hard beat, dog. The first man looked to the skies for his answers. Bowed head, palms up, bend at the knee. Waiting for the transmit, I'm just waiting for some action. Full metal jackets, unlucky gambler with a pest gambit. Five star hotel matches, duct tape ratchets. A real life ghost face has it. No fancy gadgets, violence at random. Bad luck, black magic. The stars read my tarot, endured through the passage. My scars bled through bandits. A prodigal son, I'm broken by the stones casted. One foot in the grave, one foot kicked the casket. Me dio de comer el mal de ojo. Un plato de plata, la venganza de plomo. Si es hora de que muera, puños de tierra me llevo. El hombre de arena, llevando a cabo vendetas. It's the Sandman, pipe smoke on the dresser. I look to the heavens, telling God that I messed up. My people powwow and carry on the traditions. I keep one in the chamber for unwanted visits. I'm not the one in danger, I'm the hunter that's willing. Throw my life on the line for men, women, and children. Put a gun in your mouth just cause that's how I'm feeling. Tell some more lies, all wise and brilliant. I can still shine as one of the realest. The worst fucking luck and bad decisions. If it looks like a duck, fuck You motherfuckers, I told you don't be calling in. Duck, I'm a chicken. Sacrifice my blood for the sun if you wishes. All eyes on me with bad intentions.
Where's that fucking intro from? I wanna I wanna give someone fifty dollars, bro. Where's that intro? Does anybody know where that intro's from? Anybody? Bro, there's a fucking downing number that just keeps on calling in, bro. Stop, bro. Stop calling, dog. Stop, bro. Suck You know what, dog? Check it out. Let's hold on real quick. I gotta stop this real quick. Bro, when it when it comes to your music, bro, it's it's like it's like a it's like a it's like a ritual, bro. I mean, your music sounds just like fucking, like some fucking just like powwow, just some deep fucking vibrations from the fucking earth, dog. You know what I mean? Like your music, dog, is 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 not the 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 radio hip hop, bro. This shit is underground, bro, and and it sounds like it's just really like your look at dog, this fool right here. What's up, bro? Hey, Lucky. What's up? Who's this? Lucky, Lucky. Bro, this you... is What's up, dog? What's up? What? what up, homie? Hey, hey, that's my boy, bro, Lucky. Who's this, homie? This is We All Sinners. We All Sinners. Yo, what's up? Sinners. Hey, what's up, doggy? Fool, we're trying to play music. Guys? Are you trucking right now? You're on the truck or what? No, no, I'm not in the truck. I'm watching over here. I'm at the bar watching the Raider game, dog. They're fucking losing. But, <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Hey, They're always hey I just want I just want to say a big ups to fucking my boy Brown Lucci, dog. That's a solid motherfucker right there, dog. Homie, thank you, doggy. I miss you, homie. I, I gotta see you next time I come out, fool. But you're busy and shit all over the place, dog. Hey, wait, hey, wait. I know last time we kicked that fool, we, well, we catch the game, dog. But oh, hey, wait. Much love, fool. Uh, hopefully, I make it to fucking Chi Town, dog. Hopefully, I make it to Chi Town. Yeah, all my cycles, but, I want to see you in Chicago, fool. About to tear that shit down. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we go to Chi Town and fucking Six Side Army in the motherfucking house, and we're all motherfucking sinners, dog. Gracias, That's homie. Salud. That's Gracias, right, brother. Enjoy, uh, enjoy your time, dog. All yeah, right. Thank you. Hey, look. That motherfucker, dog. Just... <laughs> you can tell he already on a good one, bro. He don't matter. You ain't telling that's that dude. No, he, this is a homie. But you know when a motherfucker gets to a certain point of alcohol, there is no telling him you no. You know what's funny, bro? I am going to say what I got to say. <laughs> I got something to say, Lucky. I hear you. I'm gonna... But you know what? These motherfuckers have been following me for a long time and, and always show me mad love and shit. And, and, and big up to, to We All Sinners. We All Sinners. Absolutely. Big up to the homie. Now, we ain't, we we, I, we answered this call, dog. We got that out the way. We got, we got it out the way, dog. So Thank until, you, Have a good time, homie. Absolutely. So until then, check it out, dog. Um, just hold up on the phone calls. I mean, unless you want to take a phone call if someone knows that if intro. If someone fucking knows the intro, yeah, please. If you know the intro of that, and I'll and I'll play a little bit right now while we wait. We'll wait for a minute. If you guys know this intro right here. I, I could tell if you Shazam it too because you're going to pronounce it wrong. Okay. Yeah. The gun was full of blanks. So you got to get the pronunciation right, dog. $50 if you know where this angel's from. Yeah. And now, I cannot see from no this side. Uh, Slovenia? The doctor said. Europa? Europa? Oh, hello from. I'm sorry. They're saying hello from. I mean, basically, yo, peace to the gang in Europe. Blanks, yeah. You allow your gun to be taken off you. You allow yourself to be shot. All right. Nobody's. That's it. Don't play. No yeah, more. that's it. So, where is it from, dog? I can say it now? Yeah, you can say it now, dog. It's a movie called In Bruges. In Bruges. Look that shit up and watch that shit, homie. Trust me, that shit will change your life.
Is it is it in a, a different language? No, sir. It's in English. It's okay. got, it got the fucking Irish guy, bro. I don't know these actors off the top of my head, but a famous <clears throat> Irish actor that is on. It's in all these movies. It's like Ben Affleck's homie or whatever the fuck in yeah. Bruges. In Bruges. Okay, I'm gonna peep that shit out, dog. And if you don't know, Bruges is in Belgium. Okay, and so you know what, bro? Something that I wanted to ask you before we get into this further into this music, bro, yes, sir. is you're a father now, bro. How has that changed your life? All this music I wrote uh, before my son was born during COVID and recorded it, except for one track. I wrote it well when my son was born and he was in my arms. And shit. I wrote that shit with him in my arms. And uh, it's changed me drastically, homie. Like, um, if your son or your daughter, you got daughters. Let's say, you're, let's say you're walking on the sidewalk with your daughters. <laughs> And uh, one of them strays away from you and, like, runs towards the street where there's cars and shit. Like, you can run after them and grab them and shit, you know what I mean? I fucking cannot, bro. And it fucking hurts me, though. It hurts me that I can't do shit like that for my son, like, fucking run after him or a lot of shit like that, bro. A lot, a lot of shit hurts me like that. But it's a trip because he understands and he knows better. And he's not even two years old, bro. Yeah, he knows I have, a, you know, there's something wrong with me. I think, I think, you know, a higher power sent my son to me, bro. And this guy's gonna be something else, bro. This guy's think I'm an animal, bro. I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of the potential of my son, bro, because it can go either way. He can do a lot of positive shit. He's grown up in Mexico. He can do a lot of negative shit because we got both. You know what I mean? And it's more powerful because he has dual citizenship. Okay. I was so he, can, about he that. can make his fucking, he has a lot of opportunity. You know what I mean? He can make the, st the big stamp in the world. So it's kind of up to me to be like, yo, you don't have to be like me. I mean, I don't like rap, bro. I'm fucking, rap is fucking boring to me. It just happens to be that's what kind of music I make. You, I don't rap about rappers and. I'm fucking best rapper and fucking this and that. Or I hustle and fucking, you know what I mean? So I, I really want him to, uh, this album is for my son, bro. I really want him to hear this shit. And this, if, if this is the last thing I ever do, I just want him to take that and run with it, homie. My son, God bless my son. Absolutely. God bless your son and God bless you and your wife, dog. I mean, it, seems, you, it seems like, um, I mean, did, did you? You said your son, you feel like it was a, a, a gift from God. You said more or less something like that, right? Yeah, my <clears throat> I mean, were you at were you at a were you at a point in your life, bro, where you were just and I feel like you were, dog, going out to Mexico, dog. You were searching for something deeper than what's in the surface right here in the States, right? Oh man, I'm almost forty years old, bro. When my son's ten, I'm gonna be fifty. I mean, all my all my homies, they are they had their kids in their twenties, the you know what I mean? A lot of my friends, though, they hardly even see their kids because they're working, because they're in traffic. I want my son every day, bro. My son knows there's something wrong with me, but my son also sees me get on fucking horses, run on horses, fucking shovel shit. You know what I mean? He sees me when I put my leg on. You know what I mean? He bring, he'll bring me my leg like, yo, put this on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yo, well, come on, let's go then. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I gotta keep up with them in that sense, but a lot of little stuff hurts me, dog. Like I, I feel like um, 
like half the man I'm supposed to be, bro. Like I should be able to run with my son, bro. My father, my I, I grew up playing soccer, bro, and excelled in soccer. My dad was my coach, bro. How the fuck am I gonna coach my son soccer? I can't even fucking run with him, bro. That shit bothers the fuck out of me, homie. For real. You play chess? Chess? Chess, the games. I, I play chess. Okay. Yes, I mean, sir. My dad, my dad taught me chess. I seen my dad and my uncle play chess for fucking days, bro. Yeah. My uncle liked to drink. My dad don't drink. He's super religious and shit. And my and my uncle would get pissed off. Like, we'll continue tomorrow. We, well, we out there for the weekend anyway, so okay, we'll play tomorrow. And shit. So I seen my dad and my uncle play chess for like three days in a row and shit. I mean, my dad taught us chess when we were little. So the reason why I bring, I say that is is you know. I think I think life and navigating life, bro. I mean, the biggest sport of navigating life is a is a is a mental game, right? Strategic. I, I get what you're saying, bro. It's super but mental, bro. But, but there's ever other aspects, bro. There's other areas, bro, that you can offer. I've had I've had to learn that brute force <clears throat> don't mean shit because if you got a mind, homie, the mind is more powerful than brute force, homie. I'm 100%. sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Like, I don't give a fuck if you. Uh, Mr. Tough Man, fucking musculars, you got all the guns in the world. This shit right here, you're done, homie. I mean, I've I've picked and choose my fights over the years, bro. You know, I've picked and choose my fights, and sometimes I've I've weighed things out. I said, well, me and this dude, we can get down with each other and say if it's a close homie of mine that I know him, dog. We can get down with each other, but I know I know who he is, I know who I am, and I know that's not going to end there, regardless of who wins bro it's gonna end somewhere else so sometimes the brute force or putting forward and doing that is not worth that the 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 outcome of the whole situation and so maybe sometimes it's better to have a conversation and have an understanding and say hey my g blah 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 whoop, whoop. And it's not being a punk it's not but it's it's just understanding the situation if you can have a conversation with a motherfucker that hates you that's some real man shit, homie. And you know what? I, I touch on this in this album too, shit, uh, as far as uh, pick and choosing your battles. What song do you want to move into next, dog? Let's just go, let's just go in order, dog. Okay. And so let's, the, so the next song is called Force Me, bro. Yeah. Can you give, let, let's go before every song, can you give a little brief description of, of the, the meaning and, and the thought process behind it? Let's do it afterwards. That way I can vibe. With it and, and go back because I wrote I've done this shit a long time ago. A lot of these songs I, I haven't even performed live yet, bro. So I'll, I'll hear it and then we could we could chop it up about all right so what the, I'm writing about. So this shit. one is called Force Me. The album is called Cast Stones. Brown Lucci is produced it, by Nico JP, who was born in Venezuela. His mom is Mexicana, and his dad is a uh, Italian and Venezuelan. And now he lives in Mexico again. But when when we worked on it, he was still in Venezuela. Now he's in Mexico in Guadalajara. That's my boy, bro. How do you, how do you, bro, you, you work with a lot of cats, bro, that are like, just like international Europe, European type of cats, like just live in different countries. Cause that correct, bro. Um, I think, I think like when, uh, in 2013, like when, cause I, cause be, when I lost my leg, bro, like I was flipping my own SSI checks and throwing shows and shit and like inviting myself to Texas on a lineup and shit and get like, yeah, come through and shit like that. So I had to, I had to fly everywhere and drive everywhere to get on these shows. I think uh, when I finally made it to Mexico City, a lot of these guys tapped in. Even like some of my videos got like a thousand views or 600. These guys are fucking in Europe tapping into my shit like, yo, I need to work with this dude. So they will write me or send me beats. Bro, I got beats galore. Like 
I never need to ask nobody for beats, ever. I I got two albums coming, two projects coming up with Stu Bangers. If you don't know who fucking Stu Bangers, look it up. And the homie uh, Camouflage Monk from Griselda. Griselda's blowing up. Westside Gun, Kyle, all those guys, bro. And uh, bro, I'm be working with these guys like that's dope. I'm so, I've been super blessed as far as people wanting to work with me, and that's cool. Like I understand it, like. I understand it, and I also want to give them my best efforts because I feel like I can't half-ass shit no more, man. Like, it's not about rapping no more. It's about pulling pulling strings, pulling emotional strings, and making people think. You know what I mean? It's easy to rap about some, a, a, a fucking punchline and shit like that. Oh, you fucking, he compared this to that. Like, mm, you, you really got, my shit has, like, a lot of replay value. You got to hear my shit tons of times, and every time you hear it, you're going to catch something new. Absolutely. And, and and is this album uh, uh, available on iTunes and all? Uh, yes, sir. It's available everywhere. Music is streaming. Or you can hit me up. I got like less than 50 CDs left. And that's just going to cost you like 30 bucks, bro. Let's go. This song's called Force Me off the cast Stones albums, Brown Lucci. on that one like uh, it's easy to it's easy to have you ever heard the term force my hand yeah force my hand was like that kind of shit on my mind like gossip and all that shit like that shit flies right by me that don't mean I don't hear it that don't mean I don't know the details of it it just means force my hand let the truth come out because the truth 
is a powerful motherfucker, bro. So you can say what you want about me, this and this and that. But who'd you hear it from, bro? Who'd you hear it from? And and on a personal level, it's like, don't turn me, don't turn me into that person where you force my hand. Yeah. Because you force my hand, I'm gonna do what I gotta do to protect my dog. I'm already at a disadvantage. You think I'm gonna let you, you think I'm not thinking 10 steps ahead of you, homie? Yeah. You better think again, doggy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think everyone should, I think everyone should have that kind of mindset, like, in work and, and, per, and you know, in life. Like, don't let these fucking jobs think like, don't let your job think you're gonna, you're gonna be faithful to them forever and they're gonna be faithful to you. Make them force your hand, homie. Be a valuable motherfucker. Because valuable motherfuckers are hard to find, dog. Especially nowadays. But you know what's easy to find? Motherfuckers that fill out applications and are, are yes men. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I hate him. Yeah, me too. Oh, he did this. He did. Really? Yeah. Force me, homie. That's where that comes from. Can you ever see yourself working a, a, a another nine-to-five type of job? Homie, I used to work 12 hours a day in the hospital on my feet, poking people that are almost dead, poking babies, homie. Uh, can I see myself doing it again? Right now with my plans, that's not in my that's not in my plans, but if I have to, hell yeah, fool, I'll fucking drive a forklift. I'll drive a forklift, homie. I'll fucking, I'll fucking make burritos again and come out on the street like out here I just saw. Yeah. And I mean, whatever I got to do, bro, I'm, I'm, bro, I'll bring myself to that level, homie. I bring myself to that level. That's not that's not a bad thing, homie. Yeah, you you you'll do whatever you got to do to 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 for, to take care of your family. At this point in survival for me, bro, I'm at a disadvantage. I'm at a disadvantage. If I have if I got a good a long a, a couple months of a good run and I'm doing stuff, and it all comes tumbling down, that doesn't mean I'm not already ten steps ahead. That just means I already knew what this was gonna be good for. That doesn't mean it's gonna be good forever. Nothing lasts forever, Dougie. You know what I mean, so don't get fucking comfortable. I'm never comfortable, homie. I'm never comfortable. I don't. I don't sleep good. I don't sleep good because I got shit that I was a bad. No, bro. I'm, I don't sleep good because I'm never fucking satisfied. I feel like I could never top this album, homie. You know how hard it is for me to make songs, to make songs, to like all the new stuff I had that I, that no one has heard yet. I still feel like damn, but people are like nah, nah, nah. And I understand it as fans that they want to hear that shit. They like it. But me personally, I'm very hard on myself, bro. I'm I'm never satisfied, dog. I'm never satisfied. You know what I mean? Absolutely, dog. I mean, and maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe maybe that's like one of my uh, flaws, especially with people, because <clears throat> especially like in relationships, like dude, you're always like chasing. You just can't be in one. Yeah, I can't be in one place. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gotta roll with the punches because this is what I'm doing. This is who I am. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find something. Not that's gonna set me for life where I can just be lazy and not do shit. I'm trying to find something that's gonna be generational wealth for my family, bro, where I'm the one that came and changed everything for my family and said, thank you, goodbye. That's what I want. I just wanna have a good goodbye, Dougie. Absolutely. Yeah, you wanna, you wanna leave your footprint on, on this world while you're here for the time that we're here. Not on this world. I wanna leave my footprints in the minds of, of people that, uh, that can relate and the people that work hard and the people that might be uh, swayed to do different. I want people to think. I want fucking people to think because people that are standing under this table, if we all stand up, this fucking table will fall. 
Well, you know what we're doing right now? We're fucking carrying this table on our backs, homie. And I'm tired of seeing people do that shit, dog. We, we're not we're, we're not that kind of people. That's not what was meant for us, homie. We're very special people, bro. We don't even use all of our intelligence. Why? Because we've been conditioned and programmed. Go on fucking Instagram right now and see how many titties you see, how many fucking dances you see. All that shit is a program. That's why it fucking disgusts me, social media. You know what I mean? But I understand at the same time, I got to be open enough to, like, let people see who I am and stuff that I do in order for them to even hear my ideas. So, my dog, up until a couple of days ago, my, my plans had changed drastically, homie. Because, you know, I'm a very private person and I don't, you know what I mean? But now, like, uh, there's stuff happening for me. I'm, I'm not gonna say it out loud here today, but uh, I, I, I'm gonna do my, I'm gonna do my best for you, motherfuckers, to hear my shit, see a little bit of, of what I do and who I am and shit. I'm gonna do my best, bro, because I got to. Because if not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change shit. I'm gonna still be unsatisfied. I think, I think if you're like people, I'll say like ourselves, right? are wired up a little differently where we constant we constantly have ourselves ourselves under a microscope and we constantly have our own foot on our neck the pressure to to keep on rising i mean once you get to this point all right i got here now it's not good enough now you're raising the bar for yourself um i i feel like i'm like that and obviously from what you're saying um you're forever uh not going to be satisfied cuz you're forever trying to reach for just greater a greater you, right? Because there's chapters in our lives, right? I think I'm waiting for something amazing to happen, bro. And not to me, but for the world, bro. But I think if I don't put out the right message and the right energy, then I'm not helping for that something to happen, bro. Okay. I got you. Next time. I'm just, I'm just like a, a I don't want to say shoot the messenger type shit, but I'm just trying to help like change the the outlook on people's lives and change uh, the stuff that we've been conditioned to do and how to think. And bro, for us, like a, a man, go to school, get your education, uh, graduate from college, get a good job. Homie, I got homies that fucking got degrees and this and that, and they're fucking struggling, homie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just touching on that on a, like two podcasts ago. I went off on a rant and um, I was just talking about like my kids you know, teaching them life, uh, just easy life stuff. They're young right now, right? And, but I have older kids too that I didn't get a chance to do that, but I've offered what I can offer to them at this stage in our life. But some of it's just, it's, it's still being repaired, right? Relationships, right? And, and that's from my, my past mistakes. But the ones that I have, I'm, I'm in control of right now and I can give them the, the lucky blueprint of what I feel is gonna be good for them is 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 not slam them with fucking school and education. It's just it's little things as a young age, right? Fin completing tasks, dog. You know what I mean? Um, and 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 when you they see a mountain, never to feel like they can't climb that mountain, bro. Exactly. Same here, bro. And and it's funny because I always talk about this with my homies too. Like, I want my son to know the little things first. Like, share. Yeah. Don't fucking throw away your food. Pick up after your dog. Take care of your toys first, bro, because education's going to come because it's already forced on us. But, people, you know, you've been in high school, homie. The homies that were in high school and acting out and all that shit because they didn't have someone there to do that for them, bro. Doesn't mean they're bad people. 
That just means we had different opportunities and the whole world is like that, not just here in the United States. Bro, Europe, there's fucking hood-ass spots in Europe, homie. There's a hood everywhere in this, in every continent of this earth. So how do you prepare someone that comes from nothing to react righteously in those situations? You know what I mean? Who, put, who puts those ideas in their head? Are they fucking watching grown-ups? Bro, kids absorb everything, homie. So yeah. my, my kid knows, like, nah, we don't fucking cry. If I fall, if I, I fuck, he saw me get kicked off a horse, homie. And I got right back up on that bitch, like, nah, you're my horse. You're not kicking me off of shit. So my son knows, like, nah, we're not crying over here. The, the horse bucked you off? The first horse I've ever bought, the day, the day I got on her, she bucked me off. And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm buying this horse. She's ta- I'm going to take her. I'm gonna take her and turn her into something else. So you you you're a, you bought a horse out there. I have I have I have horses, homie. Bro, when you come out, bro, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put you on her too. She won't kick you out, dog. Be nice to her. You don't even <laughs> gotta be nice. Just be yourself, dog. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You know what? Um, I think when it comes to like kids and the system, I mean the the schooling, they don't want to change the curriculum, dog. Because they need average people in life to work those jobs. They need robots. Yeah, they need robots. They need monkeys, dog. Can you imagine, dog, if they t- if instead of all these fucking uh, classes, some of the classes that they don't fucking need, as far as I'm concerned, teach them how to read, teach them their math. All right, that's all we need from you. Um, but can you imagine if they taught them social skills, public speaking? Can you imagine if they taught them how to manage fucking money, bro? You know what I mean? Then what are they going to be doing? They're going to be fucking, they're, the school system is going to be raising a bunch of fucking millionaire, brilliant fucking kids, dog. But nah, they got to suppress the fucking education, dog, to this, a lot of shit that's not even needed, bro, so they can work these fucking low-income fucking jobs, You know dog. what's funny, bro? Like, they call them, like, in Mexico, ah, es un persona educada. An educated person. You know what an educated person is in Mexico, bro? It's not someone that fucking will sit there and fucking do equations and tell you about history and shit like that. An educated person is someone that comes from nothing, comes from the hood and knows all the terminology from the hood and can talk like that with hood people, but can speak very eloquently and not disrespect you or speak very eloquently and disrespect you at the same time. People that fucking got mouth and that fucking not condition and like that's why I said if, if you have a fucking enemy you could sit down right here with, and speak to him eloquently, bro. That's fucking powerful, homie. Yeah. Can you and imagine? those kids out there, homie, there's fucking seven year olds driving F one fifties picking nobales where I live, doggy. Damn, dog, seven year olds? It makes sense, dog. I, I feel like my seven year old could pull it off of my time. You probably think I'm exaggerating, dog. No, I'm I don't not, believe because I have a seven year old, bro. And, and she's so when running. I see this shit, I'm just like, dude, these these parents have instilled an ethic into their kids, bro, that is fucking unstoppable and it's powerful. And it pains me to see the poverty. They're like, fuck. Yeah. Like, imagine if all these, nah, bro, we're, we're something else, Dougie. I mean, what is the percentage of poverty out there? And, and what is the definition of poverty? And what the, what's the definition of middle class? Yeah. What is the there? definition of poverty? Like, what is really coming from nothing? Mm. I mean, out, out there where you're living at, bro. Where I live? Yeah. What's the definition oh, of poverty? It's super poverty, bro. I pay two hundred and thirty dollars for rent, and I got, I, you know, yeah, mm. like we could have parties at my house. So picture, you know, people that make dollars over here is fucking spending this shit and don't even know what's going on over here. You know, 
having being able to pay four thousand pesos for rent, that's fucking big, homie. That's fucking big in the city. Bro, in the city for a spot like let's say for example like this, bro, it's gonna cost you easily like a thousand dollars, bro. You know what I mean? Where I live, people live in fucking shacks, bro, but have land that their that their family has had for years. They're making money, bro, and they maintain their fucking shack and take care of their fucking toys, homie. And that's what I want people to understand, bro. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Got tractors and shit. You know how much a you know how much it costs to put diesel in a tractor, and you live in a shack, homie. Yeah. Bro, I got five horses, bro, and we fucking eat rice and beans at my house, Dougie. There ain't no fucking McDonald's. Yeah, my son loves pizza. We fucking hit the little Caesars. We all got to get a little drive, but that's if we did good. That's if we did what we were supposed to that week. If if you know what, I still got to do this on Saturday, whatever. We'll get fucking pizza tomorrow. I'm sorry, Dougie. Yeah. So that's, sorry, that's I mean, Little Caesars uh, pizza uh, with your family's I'm sorry, but Little Caesars is the most fire pizza in Mexico. Sorry, Dougie. <laughs> Mexican pizza sucks dick. <laughs> well, what's the difference? That's interesting, dog. Well, Bro, what's the difference? You guys, what is- you guys like pizza? You guys like pizza? Like, yeah. I'm like a super fucking pizza guy, bro, because one of my first jobs was a fucking dude taught me how to make pizza and shit. You know what I mean? So I went to Las Vegas. Actually, I got my first pizza job here in fucking La Puente and shit. Pizza's a fucking art, bro. If there's no fucking tomato-based sauce on the pizza, then you're already fucked. Mexico, they fuck themselves right away because their pizza is bread, butter, some cheese, and like some fucking weenies or fucking pineapples or fucking sliced ham, bologna. That's pizza. And I'm like, they're missing right, the key I would, ingredient. I would try it, bro, but like, where's the fucking tomato sauce, Dougie? Where's the fucking, you know what I mean? Where's the Pomodoro? You know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm really, I'm really like picky about my pizza. There's some little spots that I have found that do it correctly and shit, but like, they're open on Thursdays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like one day out of the week because it's fucking expensive to do that shit out there, homie. But they're, they're charging like 10 bucks for the pizza, which makes sense. You know what I mean? It's nothing. Yeah. Fucking sell 50 of those a day, bro. Buy yourself a couple of golds and flip that shit. Absolutely. You know what I was, what about the Chinese food? I was watching something. Like- oh, that's, that's crazy that you say that shit. Cause like one of our, one of my favorite shits out there is, is a Chinese place in San Juan, Teotihuacan. And, um, uh, that place is fire, and they're Chinese people. Okay, because we got Chinese Mexicans out there. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah, they speak plenty. fluent Spanish. Homemade speak better fucking Spanish than me, fool. <laughs> Dog. And they're straight Asians. They're they're Chinese because they migrated out there at one point. Yeah, and then the, and then the natives, they said, "Nah, fuck you guys. You guys ain't allowed out here." And they pushed them into the hottest fucking land. Uh, this is just something that I was reading or I was listening to, and they pushed them into the hottest land. So with these with these Asians, these Chinese people did is they built they underground. Tunnels, they yeah. dug tunnels, bro. They dug tunnels and they lived under in these tunnels, bro. Because the the Mexicans were like, nah, bro. Like this is us, bro. Mexico Mexico has a lot of history as far as like immigrants, uh-huh. shit, like uh, Dos Equis. Dos Equis is German beer, bro. It came from the fucking Germans that used to make bread. And yeast and had barley fucking fields. That's where those techies come from. Real shit? Yeah, bro. There's fucking French people, Russians, Ukrainians. Dog. It's funny where I live because you won't fucking see no Asian people, but as soon as you go to the one dog, it sounds it sounds ridiculous, bro, but all right, so this is the pyramids right here, bro. Yeah. This is Teotihuacan, the pyramids. San Juan Teotihuacan is over here outside of the pyramids. San Martin is over here. 
and Otumba is over here. And Otumba has different municipalities. Ajapusco, Cuatlacingo, uh, uh, and fucking Ajapusco, Cuatlacingo, and Otumba. No, Tumba, but Tumba has like a city center. You know what I mean? I got to go over here behind the pyramid to get my pizza, bro, in San Juan. Yeah. And I got to go over here for the Chinese food. Why? Because all the Americans that come and fucking spend on this Airbnbs right here, and they're like, oh, the fucking tacos going to give me diarrhea and fucking <laughs> faggots like that. Yeah. Like, they got to fucking go over there and find their shit. You know what I mean? So it's strategic, too. You know what I mean? You think these, bro, these corporations are not playing, bro. They got money, homie. But the Chinese people there, they're super nice, bro. They, they're fucking gente educada, meaning they'll cuss you out or they'll fucking show you a good time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is that what they're knowing yeah, that's out there? Bro. Very bright people, bro. And investing in their future. There ain't fucking no Chinese. You know, Bro, we just had one open up. It sucks, by the way, by my house. And it's Asian people as well. Bro, you know how, bro, there ain't no fucking Chinese food there. You know the line they had the day they opened? It's crazy. It's like a, it's like a. Like a food that's hard to get. Uh, a delicacy. There you go. That's yeah. a perfect word, Preston. You, I like you, Dougie. Yeah. I like him too, though. He's a good guy, though. It's a delicacy. So people are like, yo, I ate a, f and they're Asian? Like, we need to see. And you think those people are not over there chismeando like. Like asking them where they're from and where they live and how, you know what I mean? Yeah. So people get these stories and go home and take them with them and turn them into fans. Like even if the food sucks, like they're good people. This is what they did to do this shit. Yeah, let's go every Friday. Let's go, you know what I mean? Respect. Exactly, bro. Respect goes a long way out there, homie. A long way, Dougie. So how is that Chinese spot that you said is pretty good? I mean, do they have the same like buffet like we have out mm, here? There's some that are like that. Uh, the spot that we go to reminds me of a spot called Happy Walk in La Puente. Big up to Happy Walk. And if you're from La Puente, you know what's up, dog. You know what's up. Fucking, uh, I felt like home, dog, when I saw that shit. And when I saw they were Asian, bro, blew my fucking mind. Yeah. Because I've seen Asians in Mexico City. But they're over here now, like, by the pyramids. Like, they're, bro, people are, people are learning, like, um, quality is better than quantity, bro. So just do just do something special that you're good at, and be consistent. And just do that, and that's it. Be good at it. You know what I mean? That's why I didn't fucking have a burrito restaurant where I sold all kinds of shit. Nah, we just did burritos. <laughs> just do something fucking great, bro, and the people will notice. I mean, are are burritos considered Chicano? Yeah, super. Like uh, in Mexico City, you won't find a lot of burritos and shit like that. In Otumba, you will because the history that they have there, and also. Uh, um, there's actual burros like Otumba has a festival called the Festival del, del Burro, yeah. which is a festival of the donkey. Yeah. Because the donkeys were very, they were brought over uh -huh. by a lot of different cultures and were used for like agricultural purposes, farming and shit like that. And they celebrate them. They fucking dress them up like Halloween. There's a fucking Donald Trump burro. And they do like a parade around the whole city and shit. <laughs> Look it up on YouTube, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Festival del Burro in Otumba, bro. And they're very, like, it's very special to them. And they keep doing it. And it gets packed, homie. And it's fucking party central. It's just better than, I, I don't want to go to Las Vegas, homie. I want to go to Festival del Burro straight up. I'm going to have more fun, dog. I'm not going to put my money in the machine that a corporation is going to take. You know what I mean? I'm going to go have fun with my family. Yeah, I'm going to get fucked up. It's Festival del Burro. 
I'm gonna be a fucking donkey if I need to, you know what I mean? <laughs> Ride around on my ATV all day with my son, drink a couple beers, puff a little bit, you know what I mean? Go to the little dances. They all got the food booths, the artisanal stuff like that, stuff you can buy and take home to your crib and shit like that. It's very special for these people and it's one of the big uh, income bringers to that town. So imagine if they didn't have that shit, it's just all year long poverty. I mean, so they look forward to shit like this. And I look forward to it now. Absolutely, brother. Let's get into this next song. This next song is called No Reason. I only made money off rap when I was hustling rappers. I only made money off rap when I was hustling rappers. I only made money off rap when motherfuckers was hustling backwards. They didn't want the package, but that's why muscle's a factor. Now bitches hustle on camera. She loved me, might poke holes in the magnum. I ain't one for the tricks, but I love me a scandal. How much you want for this shit? How much you think you can handle? I ain't asking the prices, I'm determining value. No one gives a fuck about you, that's the only thing I can tell you. Cutting hard dick is the only thing I'ma sell you. My circle ain't a circle, it's triangle of violence. It's hard to want peace when it's easy to riot. Bitches love snake oil, that's why the people will buy it. I got the bomb shit, they follow me through the fire. You follow all men that are easily silenced. My mama raised wolves, show fangs when they frightened. They all expect me to lose, that's why I stand in defiance. They all respect what I do, I love the fight of a pirate. Whether I'm wrong as a fool or right as a tyrant, I'm the mightiest of lions. All my dogs are my crimes, them other cats are some liars. They never had me in prayer, they never stayed by my side. Born alone, die alone, don't let it come as a surprise. Candles and tears, strong liquor and wine. Bullets and knives, live and die by the gun or just live and die. The working man's a sucker in the world of crime. But what's a dead hustler to a family of five? I'm always stand for something that never take me alive. To think it's all for nothing, no reason to die. Love the choice of beats, dog. I love the beats, dog. Nico on the beats, Nico JP. That shit is just like. It's jazzy almost a little bit, dog. You know what I mean? It's bluesy, bro. You know, it's something that you can... <laughs> it's funny that I sent you a, a track one time where you're like, oh, that beat's not it. And I was like, it's, well, it's not hip-hop. I suppose it's, it's blues, bro. And it is, like, to me... And that song, I will say that uh, my homie Cuero was like, bro, you need to do... Like, you need to talk your shit on, like, a rapper. So that's, like, my only rapper song. And I haven't done a song... I haven't wrote like that in a long time. There's no... I Hook like on it, that bro. shit. It's more of like a vibe, like yeah, like all right, I correct. Like we rapping, okay, I'm rapping too. Watch, you know, and that's kind of what no reason is about, right there. Yeah, you know, sometimes, sometimes. So with with you, when you send me that song, I like the song, bro. I just like I'm I'm thinking about. Um, sometimes I'm thinking about. Well, th- this this can catch, this can catch, bro. But what's what's a song that we're gonna try to pull in the masses and then introduce them to this stuff? Oh, you you guys, feel what I'm saying? You guys will hear those very soon in the near future. And uh, this was more about the body of work and shit, so I, I included it in there. So people that are looking for like, mm, I don't even want to say conflict or controversy, just like, all right, this fool's rapping. He's rapping too, and he's rapping on that. Who's, who's rapping on the beat like that, bro? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. I like it. I love it, dog. I mean, um, you want to get into this next song? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into this next song. Let's see. Let's see. 
Nace en la calle mucha sorte y la flor Y mueren sin atención y amor Mueren con ningún valor Y mañana si no sale el sol Ya que hacemos con un reloj Que hacemos con tu religión La vida o la muerte es peor Espinas me abraza el ulterior Sin miedo a conocerme en ti That's just like a soundtrack to some fucking crazy ass motherfucking movie, dog. I swear to God, dog, your shit, your shit, your music is like soundtrack music, dog. And you can make a lot of money if you had the hookup with big, uh, uh, like big uh, motion picture companies, bro. Like, bro, people make a good living off of doing that too, dog. I understand this. Yeah, absolutely. Like, subscribe. Everybody that's on right now. Yeah, please I, subscribe, bro. If you ain't subscribed to Hoodstocks, what the fuck you doing with your life, bro? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody hit that like. Hit the like. Hit the like. I mean, and if you already subscribed, just hit the like, bro. Hit the like, and that helps us. And thank you guys it, for tuning in straight Yeah, up. that, that helps. Salud, salud. Yeah, absolutely. Salud, my G. Um, that helps us get this into the algorithm, and that helps us 
Um, and fuck the algorithm. Wait till I make my fuck the algorithm t-shirt, man. You guys are gonna love that shit. <laughs> Hopefully you, we get that t-shirt in the algorithm so it sells a lot. <laughs> yeah, fuck the algorithm, but at the same time. Yeah, let my shit run and let everybody see that not only 10 people that always comment on my shit, you know what I mean? Everyone see that shit. I feel like fucking YouTube. We're gonna put titties on it. Fuck the algorithm shit, it's gonna be like, just titties and in the back it's like fuck the algorithm bro tell me you yeah. tell me is that gonna work it might bro i mean it depends on how big the titties are dog but then it depends on who's wearing it and you, if it's a dude gotta, and his titties are his actual titties underneath the titties are matching the titties on the shirt dog i don't know dog if you got some suggestions of ones that we need to scan and use and get their permission to please shoot them to my dms bro okay does, okay. it, does it matter does it can it be a man or a woman it has to be a woman. <laughs> All right. Because some people are in the man Why, you were trying to put yours? <laughs> no, bro. My my man titties are off limits to you, Mr. Lucci. Um, let's do this. How about we take a quick break, and then how about you perform a live song? All right. Are you ready for that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys want to hear a live song? You want to hear a live song right here on Hoodstocks? We ain't done it in a minute. But I'm telling you, we had to get it right here. Portishead. Hey, I, I, I love Portishead. Rex, I seen that. I fucking love Portishead too, bro. Bro. Man. Son gente educadas, bro. Who likes Portishead? You're a fucking educated person. Don't you? You're an educated man. Bro, that is... God damn it. If you guys don't know about Portishead, you look that up. That shit is hard as fuck. Let's take a quick break. And we're going to be back with a live performance by Brown Lucci. He needs to get together. He, his backup dancers just came in right now, you know. They're all putting on their midget shoes. <laughs> I have a thing with midgets, dog. Like, I want to own, like, three midgets. Like, you want to own three goats? I want to own three midgets, dog. You know what I mean? And I'll have them everywhere with me, and they all got a position, hey, dog. You know, it's funny. I, I tell my wife all the time, like, I need a midget that, like, we rent her a room. And she just like scratches my back at night and walks on me. And walks on my back and shit. <laughs> yeah, but bro. It has to be a midget, though. It has to be a midget because their little feet are special, dog. You know what I mean? Walking on your back. You know. Adorable, this pussy. Those adorable feet felt good on my back. I don't know. I think we might be getting a little creepy right now, guys. No? <laughs> hey, let's take a quick break. And like I said, we're turning all monetization off. Right now, so I'm gonna put it on the screen, which is uh, this screen right here, the overhead. And if you would like to donate to Hoodstocks today, uh, appreciate it. You hey, know hold, what on mean? It. hold on, I'm gonna give another opportunity to like give some money out to some people. Okay, let me bring All it right, back. Let's, um, let me get, let me let me just think of a good one. Which song? If you really follow my shit, if you really follow my shit. Let's do it like this. Send me your favorite lyric of one of my songs from the album Dead Man Tell No Tales. That's a good album too. Let me ask you a question. Speaking of Dead Man Tell Tell No Tales, um, and 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 I was listening to this last song, and you said the word, bro. That always when I hear this word, for some reason. It, it connects me to you, and that is a pirate, bro. Are you a pirate, bro? Do you could do you do you like connect to that state of existence? You know, you know what, folks? It's funny because I grew up in La Puente and shit. So all the gangs out there, they wear the P and shit, the pirate hat and shit like that. As a kid, we're 
I used to play in the Sheriff's League because at, at Martin Park in, in La Puente, they used to have the Sheriff League where they had fucking football, baseball, and basketball. And the sheriffs would fund it and shit. And, and I mean, I played in that shit as a kid. And we met a dude on the basketball. I, I don't know why I was there. I was there for free lunch because they used to give free lunch at that park. Okay. I was there for free lunch. There was a dude with a pirate hat shooting, hoop, shooting fucking free throws. And I was like, yo, can I shoot with you? He's like, yeah, and like chopping it up with him. He was from La Puente, and he played for the Pittsburgh Pirates, though. <laughs> you know dope. what I mean? So, like, just the pirate theme and all that shit, and then fucking when this shit happened with my leg and they started calling me, like, Lucky, that's where Lucci came from. Like, like damn, for you lucky, you should fucking be dead and shit. Fucking Lucky Luciano, fucking brown, because my shit used to be brown leaf and turn into brown Lucci. Yeah. And uh, that's why I like the whole the whole pirate theme. Is, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's something, it's something powerful to me, and... And it takes a lot of balls to be a fucking pirate, doggy. Absolutely, you know what bro. I mean? Yeah, it's, and it's a different type of gangster, right? It's a definitely, doggy. It's, it's a different type definitely, of a gangster, doggy. bro. A little, a little bit more nastier, bro. A little bit more yeah. of like a chip on your shoulder type shit. Yeah. And I've always felt that like about my music because it was so hard. Like they, like they were needed to me to rap and like, bro, I'm not fucking trying to talk about rap. I'm trying to talk about. I want to be fucking heavy, bro. I mean, I love that shit. Like beats and. If, what, if you don't send me no beats, it's not going to inspire me to do shit. I won't do shit. But if you send me a beat, one will cross my table. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, bro. We'll hit you. I need, yeah, and then just go in. Yeah, it's got to move you. And It's got to move me, bro, or else, I'm not, or else I'm not interested in the else I'm just bored. Like, I don't care about rap, fool. You're rapping cool, dog. That's cool. Do your thing, homie. Make your money. What do you think? Don't get me wrong, because I like, like, the flashy shit too. Like I listen to that shit. Like I listen to the homies, Dougie, and I show them love. Who I put likes on their page and shit. It doesn't mean that I don't like the shit. It just means that's that's not my shit. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. I mean, you're kind of like the opposite of the the, the the stigma of a rapper, right? You know, you're kind of the opposite because we have rappers on here, and I mean, these are the, they're just a different age bracket from from where we, you know, our times, right? But but I think it just it's across the board in general. It doesn't matter the times. I mean, if you're a rapper, they feel like they ha- need to have this persona, right, of who they're painting the world for them to think they are. But some of them, they are, right? But some of them, let's be honest, they're not, bro. And, and, and they might feel like they are right now, but when the shit gets real, dog— you know what I mean? They're going to they're gonna start fucking think, double-thinking their life because I've done it, bro. I've done it, dog, with shit, dog, that I've been like, fuck, shit hit the fan, dog, and it crosses your mind, dog, like, god damn it, dog, you know what I mean? If I would've just chose right, if I would've just done this, like, as a human being, it doesn't matter how hard you are, if you got a little bit of intelligence in your head, you can, that shit's gonna go through it now, and if it doesn't go through your head, dog, then god damn it, dog, you know what I mean? Watch out for that brick wall, bro. You know I think about, too, like, it's funny you say that, bro, like, when I lost my leg and shit, I, I will always think about, like, Okay, when I lost my leg, I was at I was at a fucking subway, and then I put gas in my bike, and then I got on the road, and then I seen this fucking cop chasing this car, and as soon as he got close enough, where I knew he was gonna fucking hit me and try to get off. So I always think about like, what if I put gas, and my shoe was unlaced, and I I, I stopped to tie my boot up or some shit like that, like, you know what I mean? And sometimes you just need to take a little bit extra time, bro. Breathe a couple more times before you fucking react you know what i mean because if you're listening to your instinct you're t- basically you're saying you're in control you can't control yourself you know what i mean instinct is fucking 
very dangerous and very look at these fucking animals bro that that hunt and shit like that you know what i mean you're saying that that's what you are you know what i mean so it tells a lot you know what i mean so i'm thinking sometimes like man i fucking should have just checked my shit maybe looked at my bike how beautiful it was before i got on it and shit before i got on the wrong just that split second or whatever wrong place wrong time man so um yeah i, I think you know what bro you're fucking absolutely correct dog and it's hard to it's hard to be like that in this world we live in, which is off the grid of where you live at, right? This 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 say the city, right? Any city, suburbs too, you know what I mean? Like just there's always a we're always in such a fucking hurry, bro, to beat traffic, dog. We gotta pick this person at this. We gotta show up here at this time. It's just like it, it's embedded in us bro to hurry up hurry up hurry up you know what i mean but i mean there's some people that don't hurry up i'm one of those dudes that's always hurrying up so it crossed my mind the other day when i just zipped off real quick and shit you know what i mean and i you know i could have potentially uh hit a car you know and then i told myself fuck look slow the fuck down dog you're not in that big of a fucking hurry like like and sometimes we got a slow fucking life the fuck down bro i was living way too fast bro at that age i was 24 years old bro i was I mean, that's why I write. That's why I write about this shit. You know what I mean, I'm not no gangster. I never joined, bro. If I joined a gang, my dad would have beat my ass, homie. My dad was a marine and he's Mormon, homie. So my my household was one of the strict, bro. My fucking bed had to be made, homie. My white shirts had to be ironed. My dickies had to be ironed. I mean, my dad was very church, church on Sunday. Church on Sunday, you don't go outside on Sundays. We don't spend money on Sundays. You know what I mean? We go to church, we come home, we study, and we pray, and we eat, whatever. You know what I mean? Or invite other families to come over and study with us. You know what I mean? That's how, that's the kind of, and maybe and maybe that worked out into my favorite too because, I mean, I could have turned into something else real quick, Dougie. We'll give you a foundation, bro. Definitely, you know, bro. It, Having it, a father it, gives you a foundation, homie, a good one or a bad one, Dougie. Having a father does that. Yeah, absolutely. A good one or a bad one. And I was just thinking about the the good dad's foundation and the bad dad's foundation, right? Probably the bad dad's foundation is just made out of uh, maybe a, a tarp over a pool. <laughs> <laughs> this is the foundation I'm building for you. I'm a horrible person. But sometimes we got to look at ourselves and, and, and look at our flaws. And as a father... And just be like, yeah, you know what I mean? What kind of foundation am I laying for these kids? Am I being too tough? Am I not doing enough? You know, and that's what I do to this day, bro, you know? But I, I, I uh, it's, it's being a parent and just foundations, period, bro, is, is very. Homie, I, I went to high school in Hacienda Heights, went to Los Altos High School, bro. And, uh, these kids, a lot of these kids, like in my days, they came for money, bro. So when I go to school, like fools were poloed out, Jordans and shit. I mean, and my dad wasn't like that, bro. So I didn't go to school like that. Or if I did, like I went some other route to fucking put some Jordans on my feet or put polo on me. You know what I mean? But I blamed it on my parents, bro. Like, why would you bring me to this fucking school and you see these fucking rich kids and look at me? I mean, and also like, the basketball team was very racist and shit. Like, homie, I used to ball, homie. And the fucking coach, nah, I was a fucking Mexican kid hangs around with these guys. I don't really want, don't want them on the team type shit. If 
but I excelled in soccer. I played football. I got a lot of fucking scholarships to to kick for a lot of colleges and shit like that, and just never took place because I made my own decisions. I was chasing pussy. I was fucking chasing money. Was fucking having things in my waistband that I shouldn't have and shit like that. Like I was just an idiot, dog. And then you went to Mexico. Fast forward. And what were you chasing at that point? What was I chasing in Mexico? I, I, I know I'm fucking taking it back, and you spoke on this before. And maybe I said we talked a little bit right, so prior to this, but you the, were chasing something. The first time I went to Mexico was in 2013. I got invited to a show out there by the homie Tumor. Big up Tumor from fucking Demonio Sec. We did a couple shows out there, and they're like, yo, you need to be a part of our crew. I was like, well, what's, what is it about? And shit like that, you know what I mean? And basically what Demonio Sect was at that point was a bunch of producers from all over the world and a bunch of MCs from all over the world. So this is where these guys started tapping in me and wanting to work with me all over the place. You know what I mean? So I saw it as an opportunity, like, yeah, I want, okay, let's do it. Let's, let's put some concepts together. What I didn't like at first was like, there'd be like seven guys on one song. So like, I would tell these guys like, no, like we can do a, we can do a 20 song Album where it's just like three guys on this song, two guys. Like it doesn't need to be everyone all the time. So little by little, it started shrinking down where it's just like um, the chosen few. You know what I mean? And it started in Mexico, but from one of the producers in Belgium, which is the homie Cuervo. Cuervo, you, you know him as Cuervo Films. This was running around doing videos with everyone right now doing this thing, homie. I've known this guy for a long time. You know what I mean? They brought me into their crew. Who brought me into the crew was the homie right here, Jotaka. Who? What's up with that dude? That's the sect. That, that that dude's got that crazy rap voice, bro. Yeah. Well, in 2016, he had a he had a bad accident, bro. After we had just left from touring over there, dog, and uh, and right now he's uh, I don't want to say he's brain damaged because he's recovered a lot, but he took a a nice hit to the head and left him a giant ass dent, bro. And this was a, a son and a beautiful wife, bro, and. Wow, that and, happened to this dude right yeah, here? Yeah, bro. Oh, and he's, shit. And he's the one that, like, brought me to this shit, bro. So I felt like a loyalty to them. And then Cuervo moved from Belgium to Mexico, and he lives there, and he has a wife that's Mexican. I mean, so when all this shit was going down with my job, I was talking to them, and shout out to the homie size, like the general. He's, he's, he's our older, he's our OG from, from that crew. He's an older dude, bro. And this guy, bro, Sai, bro, is another, bro. The homie Sai in Spanish is a fucking animal, bro. And what he does for a living, I cannot, even, I cannot even say on here, bro, because it's so fucking righteous, bro, that no one, that I'm going to protect my guy. No one needs to know what the fuck he does, bro. But he's our general, bro. And he was like, yo, you and Cuervo need to fucking take off, bro. So when all this shit was going down, I was like, fuck, what the fuck am I doing, bro? And I was like, you know what? These fools got me, put a little fire under my ass. Like, bro, you need to fucking transform yourself into the next you, bro. Yeah. Go over there, bro. That's what it did. And I fucking went, homie. And that's how it all started. I mean, when I got there, COVID started happening, financial problems. You know, bro, it's hard to fucking be an entrepreneur out there with no fucking money waiting for you to spend. You know what I mean? So Cuervo fucking, that fool hustled, bro. Everyone knows Cuervo right now. You know what I mean? Proud of that motherfucker, dog. You know what I mean? But it's all coming full circle because stuff is gonna start happening and shit. And uh, and I just I just want to put my best my best foot forward and shit. And 
and respect my guys, bro, because without those guys, bro, I put this, bro, I put Hotaka on my skin, bro, because bro, that fool's the heart of this shit, bro. Like, you got, I wish you guys could meet him, bro. He fucking lights up a room, homie. And to see him like this now and, like, he's such a strong motherfucker, bro, because he understands a lot of shit. He just can't tell his, he, his brain can't tell his limbs to do shit and do like that. But you fucking show him a video of mine, like, new stuff that we do. Those motherfucker lights up, bro. He lights up or he'll bring up like old jokes. I can't even tell the old jokes. We used to fucking joke about it shit because I got kids now and shit. But uh, uh, this guy is something else, bro. And, and I love him, bro. And he's, he's in my skin. And that's why I ran with the name and I'm keeping that name forever, bro. Because it's my brother, dog. And that's what he would want of me. And I'm sure he loves me for doing it. You know what I mean? Absolutely, bro. You're righteous, bro. You're righteous, doggy. I mean, you you said you didn't want to say what you guys used to say because you got kids now. So having a having a son um, has been a, a huge spiritual uh, uh, kind of awakening in your life. Correct. So, sometimes I don't. It's still like a dream to me, bro. Like damn, every when he bro, we, he sleeps in our bed and shit. And it's like every time I wake up and see him, it's like damn, shit's still real, dog. This <laughs> shit's so dope. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking fun, dog. I love I love being a dad, dog. And, and you have and living out there in Mexico, doggy. I mean, you know what this like. People, like people from Mexico, are trying their hardest to get out here to live the American dream. But then you have, like, just rare individuals like yourself that are saying, you know, I've experienced. I was raised. I, I've experienced kind of the quote unquote American dream, right? But you know what? I don't want this. I want something different. You know. And maybe they can go and explore and and and. Uh Make a beautiful life and be successful. Like it's, it's nothing wrong with that, bro. Just my me, I'm happy, bro. I'm happy where I'm at. I don't don't. I don't need all. It's not good for me, bro. It's not good for my creative process. It's not good for my dreams that I got right now, bro. Like I don't give a fuck about rap right now, bro. Bro, I got. You know how hard it is to maintain a horse, and be with them every day, so they're your friend. Horses are like big ass dogs, and if you don't treat them cool, bro. Think one's gonna let you touch it? Yeah. You know I mean, you think can't you think I can't die on the horse? So I could die real fucking quick, bro. So it's this, bro. And I need to start using more of this, bro, and stop using my fucking brute force and fucking done with that shit, dog. I'm done fucking pushing buttons and working on my hands. Don't get me wrong, like I said, I'll drive a forklift, I'll go back to the hospital and poke people. I love that job, by the way, bro. I learned fucking a lot, bro. I learned a lot, homie. I love being a medical professional, dog. I like I like being able to say I was a medical professional. That's just hard, fool. Yeah. We need to make a shirt like that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, doggy. It's always it's always good conversations and, and vibes with you, dog. You know what I mean? And I feel like we always level, we just we go to a different level, dog. You know what's funny, dog? Like <clears throat> you remember when we were in Arizona, me and you before all the bullshit, right? Yeah. Like it's funny because like I remember, like, you pulled me aside, bro, and, like, I knew you were doing your thing. You know I was doing my thing, but, like, you're fucking, like, you, you're you a person, bro, that likes knowledge, bro, and that likes to know shit. And, like, like we just talked about a lot of things that, like, just, like, you know, fucking rappers don't talk about that shit. So that's why I always liked you, too, dog. Like, for, like, I could talk to this fool about nothing and not be like, yo, I fucking get on this show, and then fucking I got to talk to this guy to be on this fucking blog, and this and bro, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you made me feel good, you know what I mean? And, and plus, fucking, uh, 
uh, Frankie Knuckles brought us together in that full solid yeah. too. So, Shout out to but it, it's funny though. Like, I remember you telling me, bro, like, because you were wearing fucking red Jordans and you're, and you're like, we're supposed to be sweat angles and shit like that. But I wear red. I don't give a fuck because that's how I, I like this shit. I like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, if, and and when you said that to me, like, I know you weren't trying to be like political me. You were just like, bro, I am who I am. This, yeah, yeah, this, I am. I am this. Well, fuck, don't wear any fucking color I want. And I like that about you, bro. Yeah. Because that's how I feel, bro. I like to go to anywhere fuck I want, bro. I can wear a fucking little derby hat. I can fucking wear a little leather. I can wear yeah. some fucking boots if I want to. And I'll fucking kill that shit live still. You know what I mean? Like, this dude on the live show is a fucking animal beast. No backup vocals, no nothing and shit. You know what I mean? And, and the, the time he's talking about when we went to Arizona is the time that I got arrested out there in Arizona. We went there for one fucking night. I'll tell the story real briefly again. We went there one night with Frankie Knuckles, Six Side Street Music, which was Duke Duke from Psycho Realms, uh, uh, like a production type he's, of company. It, all right, so people don't know like how Duke <clears throat> make beats. Fucking uh, Frankie was his hands, bro, for a long time. You know what I mean? And that's no disrespect to nobody, bro, because Duke is fucking amazing, bro. Duke from Psycho Realm. Duke, yeah, Gustavo. He has a, an amazing ear, bro, and he knows what he wants to hear. And, and you know, it's kind of like, <clears throat> it's funny because my lady says, like, you're like my mom. You just, like, point and say, I need you to do this, do this, do this. While you, yeah, well, yeah. That's how, that's how Duke was like, look, do this to this sound, do this. And that's how Duke made beats for a long time. Um, that's the other thing, bro. I saw you had Cynic on here, bro, and you, and you guys and you guys mentioned me and shit. And he was talking about like, oh well, at that time, like all those guys, they they uh, and this is just to clarify, bro, because I know a lot of people be like, ah, they're on fucking cycle round nuts and this and shit like that. Like what you guys don't know, bro, is Duke called me and was like, yo, come record with me. He called me. Yeah, he had another agenda. It was about business and cool. Shit, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to fucking make some money too. You know what I mean? So I understood that. People don't know that. People think. Bueno, este, when Cynic was on here, said it that he felt like we had to sound like them. No. No, 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 no. Duke coached us, bro. Yeah. And Duke insisted on stuff to happen. Like, yo, do this over again, but sound like this. Boom, boom, boom. So he was already structuring in his head like how he how he wanted shit to sound. And we were influenced by them, obviously, bro. We grew up, I grew up listening to them and shit, and I respected them and shit like that. I, I still do. I mean, dog, cycle round, homie, legends, homie. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's not like we wanted to sound like them, bro. The greatest, greatest homies that have ever came out of L.A. with music. Homie, yeah. they weren't at the sessions, bro. That, this is how we, were, how we were asked to do stuff, and us giving confidence to these guys because we love them. We did it and shit. You know what I mean? People think that I scream because I want to scream, especially like when I'm, on do live shit or certain beats and shit like that. Homie, what they what you don't know is when I lost my leg and came back from the hospital, I went back to the hospital like after I was in the hospital three months. I had to go back because I had two two giant fucking blood clots in my lungs. You know how hard it is to rap the way I used to rap with that shit? Nah, I had to be like take more breaths and get more shit out faster. Yeah. So that's why I sound like that, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that, bro. All right, let's let's take a quick break. We're gonna come back, and uh, the homie right here, Brown Lucci, is gonna do a live song right here on Hoodstocks. You guys stay tuned, on uh, stay tuned in, hit the like, hit the subscribe, all that good stuff. Let's play another song. 
by Brown Lucci. Let me see what I got right here. Let's play this one right here. And we'll take a and we'll be, Yeah, we'll be right back. If there's really a battle between good and evil, are the benevolence more powerful? Do they have more? And do we really have a chance? Oh, gosh. Um, I've, I've been told that if they stuck together, yes, they could resolve the situation here. But there are, there are some significant problems that they have. And their reasons were this. These were their sole reasons for not wanting to help us. They don't respect them, their home. They don't respect each other. And they don't respect themselves. What is their value? My friends are creatures of the night. Villains under lights. Movers and suppliers. MacGyvers with the crime. Legit men on paper. Legit guns and saviors. Illegal occupations. Border war. Paint my face like grape six. Short wick, no patience. A soldier on the pavement. He's fucking crazy, he's quiet till he's faded Showing all his aces, not speaking with the gauges But we don't play no games here Stumpy, limp, limp, surrounded by the geishas We cultured men with flavor, expensive taste of cavemen Entitled to the treasure, inspired under pressure Nothing that you do will require my attention It ain't hard to teach a fool the science of a chemist The science I've invented Criminal intentions, my biblical ascension, my guru-like presence ain't something you can question. Them on your sect, I be blah with the voodoo-like vengeance. A man is do damage, suckers wreak the havoc. This the type of actions bring balance to the standards. This for all the homies, met their lawyer in the slammer. This for dead babies in Alabama. Never-ending silent war saga. Never-ending cycles of not learning from your karma. Who tryna get this fade? I'm thinking you should bring grenades. Step inside the dojo on my emoto with a swinging blade. I am king of praise. Shit, it would take an angelic choir of Motown's finest just to sing my praise. I don't care. Here to take the lion's share. Never seen when the fight was fair as far as I'm aware. These new threats ain't even a minor scare. Claiming they wrong shit but get winded walking up a flight of stairs. Yeah. Everything in my lungs dangle. In the party, trying to get drunk over the bomb cakes. One shank, make a withdrawal from your blood bank. You thought it was a game, but there's piranhas in your dunk tank. So, why you want test? God, no, I got this Kevlar heart and a Teflon soul. And you don't want to see me when I'm in death calm mode. I'm throwing death palm blows, and y'all are Rex Quando. Somehow convince them that.
Christian leader Behold the stone that was thrown first From the thirst of a dying thinker Now swallow whole Now follow close Now follow close Scatter in my sleep. Gargoyle dreams suck your piss up on my meat. All my demons feast. Puppeteer with the witcher now a grief. Shit is weak. Leave the magic to the cowardly. Seeking for that edge and pay that hourly for services. I got enough friends that look down on me. Sourly the worthlessness. Don't speak loud about my moves. If your kids can't ride in cursive yet. A bright mind is merciless. Had plugs to the powdery. Now I be plugging verses of my personage. Only hit me on the phone with the muddy set of stone. I ain't fighting for no person shit. I'll pay tithes to a church before I hurt. Light a fucking candle for a miracle on earth. Words from my ghost. Now follow close while a hoe obey your thirst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We back, we back, we back, baby. All right, bro. Pardon, pardon self. Yeah. Let's go like that, baby. Okay, let's do it like this. Let's jump into this right here. Let's see. Where we at? I got to turn something off right here. I'm rapping right here? Yeah, right there, though. All right. Right there. So there's a, okay, 
see what you sent me right here. We got one that says HOS on it. Remix. All right, so this track is uh, it's Heart of Stone from Dead Man Tunnel Tales, but it's the remix version that I like to perform like live when I'm out and about and shit because uh, fuck, this shit's more than like 10 years old and shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hood stocks, baby. Yeah. Heavy on the scene, stumpy beat limping, got some that's heavy in his jeans, some that's heavy on the digi, nickel four five in my dickies, westbound on the 60, you still weighing grams, I get my money more quickly, people still poor, spending green on the whiskey, I tell them the truth and I can sell it, I got my respect up in my city. In the sin, blood spilling. Who on try and stop that with me? My heart's made of stone. My fists are like bricks that's flying in a sick cyclone. Metal rain pawn while I sit and write poems. NATO ammunition that's foreign. Slugs spitting out that chrome. That's all I've ever known. Drugs, guns, and psychos. A bunch of fucking lies and great white hopes. I got a bunch of knives that'll leave red stripes on throats. Couldn't last a day in my shoes Catch me outside Pistols in the sky Screaming fuck the world Give me the loot My heart's made of stone And I'm coming You better start running Stumpy be stepping on toes So what can't tell me nothing Unless you wanna see How a beast gets summoned My heart's made of stone And I'm coming You better start running Stumpy be stepping on toes So what can't tell me nothing Unless you wanna see how a beast gets coming I'm spazzing out on some straight jacket shit Violent militant, empty clips What you think this is, wartime combat Homies pass the cognac like the spliff Yeah, we on that The dirty unit gone mad Waving pirate flag Embrace the gas mask Playing millimeter tag LAPD be quick to put you in a bag Brown luchas in the back said I get the last laugh Stumpy cigars walking hard on the Ave Rubber band fat stacks I'm everything you motherfuckers can't stand Half machine, half man Guillotine and holograms Cheap experiments I take my leg off and beat you with it Make your family see your holy spirit Brown luchas never die No co-defendants my heart's made of stone and I'm coming you Better start running Stumpy B stepping on toes So what can't tell me nothing Unless you wanna see how a beast gets summoned My heart's made of stone and I'm coming you Better start running Stumpy B stepping on toes So what can't tell me nothing Unless you wanna see how a beast gets summoned Motherfucker Yeah Was that the end of the song? No. Yeah. That shit's hard. This fool just called in, dog. I apologize about that, dog. God damn it, dog. I love that beat, baby. That shit was hard, dog. Gracias, bro. That shit was hard, dog. 
If you ever see this dude on a fucking live show, he's a fucking animal, dog. You just see this big ass fucking dude with a steel leg wearing shorts, bro, and just fucking ah. It's 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 really powerful. I mean, the the power of one man's live performance uh, can make or break the artist, and it most definitely doesn't make you, but it just it 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 it, it, it defines the greatness of you. Then why do they don't have me on all these fucking weak ass festivals, bro? To turn their fucking crowds out, bro. I don't know, bro. I don't. I don't well, know. I'm tired of that shit, bro. Why do you we, think we coming? We coming for that, bro. But, but but why do you think that they're not having like you're not getting the invites? You're not getting those paychecks to to be on these festivals. I mean, I fuck the paychecks, bro. I'm just like I've been doing shit for a long time. Respect my craft. People know who the fuck I am, bro. Like. uh some of your favorite guys, I might have, you know, done a show with them in the past or whatever. They might have passed me up. That's cool. I'm, I'm happy for that. But I'll fucking kill your show, homie. Absolutely. I'm tired of being. I'm tired of like seeing these light, bro. All right, let's do this real quick. Yeah. Now that I'm on this topic, I give thirty bucks cash app right now. Fuck the fifty dollars. You got lost that shit. I'll give you thirty bucks right now. If you can tell me who the founder of Unity was in Los Angeles. If you guys don't know about Unity, don't talk to me about hip-hop. Because that's where I, I come from that time, bro. Like, you had to be dope. You had to be dope. I didn't have, like, man, I used to get smoked out there, bro, by these fucking older guys. Bro, I was four. <clears throat> One of the homies in high school used to work for SP Magazine. SP Magazine used to promote for the Unity shows, bro. One of the first to bring out Eminem, Wu-Tang underground shows homie at the fucking rodeo and pico dog people don't know that shit you know what i mean so it's easy to like blow me off bro when i come from that i'm I'm cut from that bro yeah these guys make those guys those fucking dope motherfuckers that used to kill me like now they pass me the torch you know what i mean and that's what i want to do bro i just want to do dope shit and that's it like that's why i don't put out hundreds of songs you know four albums a year nah bro because my shit's not for that bro yeah Absolutely, I mean it's more of a, uh, it's more of a. It seems like it's more of a, like a spiritual realm. It's more of a therapeutic. When you see me live, you understand. Like you understand, it's not just music. It's like, it's a vibe, bro. It's, you know what? We here, we're here to have fun, but we also here to be amazing, bro. Like, damn, what the fuck? What the fuck did I just see? Exactly, right now? <laughs> bro. Exactly, and it's nothing special, bro. It's just me, bro. It's just me. I just, you know, I sweat, have a lot of energy. I'm a fat ass fool. You know what I mean? It's, you know what I mean? I, I like to have a good time. And I think the people like vibe off of me real quick because the songs I choose to, to do live and stuff like that and what I ask of them and shit, you know what I mean? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Uh, do we we got another track right here? Another live song? Another one? If I can get another beer real quick. Yeah, we got a beer right here or what? Which one is that, doggy? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. One. Okay, so there was, there was a thing that came through it says labs tagless does it play labs i don't know dog that's why i was saying this it came in a different form like a google drive form no it's gonna want me to do fucking extra shit thank you doggy um i don't think these other ones are gonna play on just the way they were sent only only this one right here 
You have an aux what, cord? It was sent by from an MP3. Yeah, I got an aux cord, I Which think one so. is that one, the one I was saying, MP3? It, uh, it was the host, the one we just did right now. Oh, no, the other one, you got, it's the other one, doggy. Yeah, no, I know that, but I'm just saying that's the only reason why that one was able to uh, play off the rip, dog. If we got an aux cord, I could plug in and play it, or if not, yeah, it's going to be a difficult one because it's wave format. It's in a wave format? Yeah. Okay. We'll 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 figure that out. We'll for figure sure, that out sure, in a minute, sure. dog. Um, just just so how how long are you out here for? I'm here for just a couple more days. Why did why did you come back to the city? Um, if you don't if you can speak on it, bro. My my grandmother, my my dad's mom. She had a stroke like a couple months ago, and between the family, they had to make a decision because not getting too deep. Like we had we we had to take her to a convalescent home and shit. So. And I hadn't seen her since um, she saw my baby like last January, and that fool was like all bald headed and little and shit. And she hadn't seen him, you know what I mean? And we came out a couple weeks ago, but we weren't able to see her. And I was here with my son. I just couldn't do shit because my son, or I was trying to take him with us to the bars and stuff like that, like <laughs> kicking it with my homie and his son. And people were looking at us like, the fuck out of here type of shit, right? Yeah. So I came back this Party time. Foul. Exactly. I came back this time just to like be able to see her. And uh, and a couple of people had did me some solids, and I had to come out here and do them solid. And then I promised a couple of people uh, some meetings, and some, I got I got a couple of things going on right now, Dougie. And I'm I'm trying to secure. I'm trying not to as much as I want motherfuckers to hear the music. I'm trying not to like leak it and or show it and stuff like that because I'm trying to do it correctly now, bro. And I want it to come out the right way. And and I'm chasing like jumping on these fucking stages with these guys, bro. And, Letting and showing motherfuckers, bro, how you fucking rock a show, doggy. Yeah. And so part of that is like being disciplined enough to be able, bro. I used to hate when my music would, like, let's say, like, me and you do it, you know, you know how it is, bro. Me and you do a song or something, and that shit just stays on your computer for months and shit, you know what I mean? Like, I hate that shit. So I don't, I don't, I don't do that. A lot of times people tell me, like, when or how do you write? Like, all right, I'm gonna tell you right now, easy, bro. If I like a beat, and we're in the studio, that's just getting done that day, bro. Why? Because we probably paid for the session. I'm not here to waste nobody's time. And I feel like I'm under pressure to put out dope shit. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll do that shit right then and there. The stuff that I'm able to like take home and spend more time with, it's way different from the stuff that I walk into a studio and we do that shit that day type uh, shit. Absolutely. You know I mean, mean, so would you say that the ones you're able to obviously spend more time on is a little more deeper, it's a little more... Not always, bro. Sometimes it's just me, like, um, trying to dot my I's and fucking cross, cross my T's. T's. Yeah, yeah, bro. And and so when you when you said you you want to you're gonna be releasing music differently, are you thinking now more of in a business? Uh, uh, I have to, bro. I have, way, yeah. I have to be I have to be more social, dog. I fucking suck at social media, homie. I suck at social media, and and it was brought to my attention by people that 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 really want to see me do something before you know before it's too late. And I think I think we have a different genre of bro. This is big boy music, like. My shit's not for 18-year-olds for fucking, you know what I mean? But eventually it's going to be right. They're not going to catch it right away. Of course it's for them. But who's going to hear it first? Motherfuckers like you. Yeah. You know, guys that have followed me forever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the ears that to touch first, and then it's going to get handed down. So in order for me to accomplish my goals, bro, I need to be, and it sounds fucking gay and stupid as fuck to be, I need to be more sellable. I mean, people want to see the dude with the beard and no leg, bro. So if that's what I got to do to get a little bit more ears and to touch and pull strings and shit like that, like, 
I gotta do what I gotta do, bro. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go after it, dog. I'm going after it, dog. This you can see a lot of stuff coming for me in 2003 as far as like music. This was like one of my most act, my most active years, bro. I, in December we dropped uh, Cast Stones on Christmas. It kind of went under the radar. You know what I mean, and that's why like I want, bro. People need to hear this shit. This is my best shit. Yeah, it's my best shit to me. You know what I mean? I I find it hard to go in the studio on top of this shit. You know what I mean? So it's, I need people to hear this shit. Um. Came right out the woodwork. I was in I was in Times Square with my song that I did with fucking uh, Bodega Bams. Bro, if you guys don't know who Bodega Bams is, look them up, bro. They put our shit in fucking Times Square. It's fucking huge for me. Yeah. My Cast Olden's album was in Times Square. It's huge. That's that's a big look for me, dog. Yeah. So it, I kind of had like a fire in their mask, like, bro, yeah. go with the momentum and shit. You know what I mean? I did a song with fucking Gore-Tex, a.k.a. the Lord Goat from Nonfiction. If you don't know who Nonfiction is and... Necro and DJ Clips and that, era. you know what I mean? I'm doing something special for the people that that know this shit and they know they need to hand this down and that this is some valuable shit. This is not just like some, oh, it's on Spotify and it's on this channel, boom, boom. Like, I don't give a fuck about that, bro. How much is Spotify making compared to if I sell you a CD, if I sell you a shirt, if I come and do a show in your city, bro? You know what I mean? That's way different, you know what I mean? And I want to do more of that stuff I was doing as a kid I need to start doing rapper shit, bro, and fucking showing my face and fucking doing the lives on Instagram and the reels and shit. Okay, okay. If that's what's if that's what's needed, guess what, bro? Then you just transform me to another animal, doggy. That's what we gotta do. I'm gonna do it at my pace and at my discretion. But if that's what they want, I'm gonna do it, bro. If that's what it's gonna take for me to to jump on this shit and and, and kind of uh, transform, man. That's what it is. Look at Madonna, bro. How many how many times has she changed her shit? You know what I mean, bro? I got her on fucking. I got Madonna on my on my on my TikTok uh, uh, thing, bro. And um, she's that brought us crazy, bro. I don't know. Like she's like a, like set, almost sixty seven years old, bro. And she's got so much plastic surgery. I mean, she looks. She is a freaking crazy ass female, bro. That doesn't want to let go. To the prime, and it's just it's it's really a, it's it's kind of a trippy thing, you know. What I mean, because I grew up listening to her from you super know my sisters, trippy. super trippy. yeah, and to see her just morphing into this old person with a lot of fucking plastic surgery and still trying to dress to the times of the young girls and the young rappers, it's it's wow, it's just like I would love to have a conversation with her and get into her mental, uh, you know. Even though I don't agree with like all. The- changes like with surgeries and stuff like that like you have to respect the work ethic bro because no 100 percent. she like it ain't stopped it ain't stopped with her bro her fans are gonna die with her bro yeah yeah you know what i mean i'm not saying my fans need to die with me i'm just saying like i, w- I want to make a statement enough to where where the focus is back to like you need to be dope you need to be dope yeah. I say that's all I want. I don't want I don't I don't like to hear like I can't play my son that shit, you know what I mean? There's some stuff that's like a, that's kind of like mainstream, but it's like, man, these guys are doing it though. And some, I don't know if you heard of Excuse me. What are those guys' names, bro? Coyote. It's like two brothers, I think, bro. Those fucking guys can rap, bro. Yeah. And I like their concepts and they're a little bit more like 
they dress cool and shit. They got a lot of social media, but fuck, bro, those folks can rap. They're dope. More people out, dog. Yeah, bro, Coyote, you can you need to have them here, doggy. That'd be dope. Yeah, let me let me peep them out, dog, yeah, bro. And, and I'll pursue it. We got we're gonna play this song, Soldier of Fortune, off the Cast Stones album that you can uh, purchase. Uh, Brown Lucci on all digital platforms. It's so another song featuring uh, the homie Ito who fucking has an album with DJ Muggs and uh, New Crack Era, all that shit. Big up Rochester, big up to the homie Ito. I love this song. Okay, and then after that we're going to open up the phone line. Here we go. That shit I wrote like, <clears throat> like in the middle of COVID, and I was watching all the, poly, poly, like bro, the forcing the vaxes. Like I saw it, bro. I saw what they were trying to do and how they were scaring the shit out of people. And I was like, bro, this is some shit. Like 
if you know how you saw BLM and Antifa out there, this is like you know this. I'm remember when Duke said, "Imagine a million man march with bald headed motherfuckers." Yeah, that's what that was, bro. That was like my soundtrack for that shit. Like, come on, yeah, come on, you stupid motherfuckers. I ain't that dumb, bro. That's what fucking soldier of fortune's about. Like, yeah, we all soldiers of fortune, dog. I like it. I feel it. You know, I mean, how was it out there in, in Mexico, doggy, during uh, the COVID? I mean, was it was there people a lot of- are, because of because of the education level of a lot of people? A lot of them, you know, can't read. Can't, bro, the, you have to understand that uh, the, the cultures are very different, bro. People are scared of, as fuck as of COVID out there, bro. People lined up. That shit was like giving away free turkeys. That's how that shit was when they were doing vaccines, bro. And, that, and it hurt me in my soul, bro. Like, I don't, and, and this is not, if you're vaxxed, that's cool. You know what I mean? But uh, I've seen, I've seen, I've worked in that industry and I know what the game is. And that's, and I understand, like, if you're an older person, you're more susceptible to sickness and stuff like that. Like, I understand why you would take the risk to do that. But otherwise, this is this shit is not a vaccine by definition. I don't want to talk about COVID shit, bro, because people like are gonna judge me based on, oh well, fucking my cousin died. I understand, bro. My homie died, bro. I got his high school foot, football number right here. My home younger than me, dog. You don't think that shit tore me to pieces? But I'm not retarded either, though, bro. Stop fucking playing with us, bro. Stop playing. We'll stop releasing this shit, bro. Stop funding this shit. You know what I mean? Bro, you know how many millions of dollars goes into black projects and this shit like, bro, there, there's enough information to do your research and come to your own conclusions, so I don't really like to talk about it, bro, and I've seen it tear apart families and friends. Like, oh, you can't come over because you're not fucking vaccinated and shit. Like, dog, you're that weak here? Come on, stop it, bro. They invite you over and they don't take their face mask off. <laughs> yeah, homie, you want to know how scared people are, dog? I was, I was tripping. I was telling my parents the other day because <clears throat> my mom has multiple sclerosis, bro. Yeah. My mom, you know, she doesn't walk no more. She has to be fed because she trembles and shit like that. And she's always like on a little scooter. I call it her Harley and shit. Yeah. And um, it's super hard, bro. But like. It's all by design, bro, and it's hard to control what people digest and keep and run with when they have no idea what's going on behind the scenes or too lazy to investigate or too trusting or too gullible or whatever, naive, whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean? But it hurts me, bro, because, I don't know, I feel like we've been played. We've been played with this COVID shit, bro. I'm, I'm over it, homie. I'm over it, and it hurts me more because people over there, Dougie, there's people on bikes in the fucking open air, bro. No one for miles with a mask on. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a guy out there where I live who drives a trike, a trike, but on the side he has a, a lazy boy, a real lazy boy, a lazy boy chair, and his wife with her gafas on and a mask, bro. And she sits like this, like almost folded in half. Like she's almost folded. And we see her all the time. We see them driving around. They both got masks on. Like, first of all, why are you on a fucking bike with a lazy boy? For, you're not afraid to die about that, but you're afraid to die about COVID with a mask on in open air? <laughs> nah, homie, the 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 common sense, bro, people don't get common sense, bro. It's weird, bro, that 
Like they want to follow the science, but they don't want to question common sense. Bro. Common sense, yeah. That that fucking uh, having a lazy boy duct tape to it. Yeah, right. let's fucking go on the freeway. <laughs> what our mask on? Like which which one is more danger, bro? Is it a like, board, it's is like it, welded, homie? Is it it's a, like a horse trailer welded on the side of a motorcycle with a lazy boy and some lady that just insists that they do everything on that? I mean. This might be a silly question, but did he install a seatbelt on that lazy boy? I, from what I can see, there's no seatbelt. It's like a cage. Like she has a, a cage right here, and it's like a lazy boy, like a little, like a mini horse trailer and shit. You know what I mean? But with a lazy boy, and it's probably strapped down or screwed. And I'm sure. Does she wear a seatbelt? I cannot tell you, bro. She might wear a faja. You know I mean, I cannot tell you, Doug. <laughs> It's almost like the same thing, seatbelt, <laughs> we're, we're, we're securing and supporting something. <laughs> um, oh, man, that's crazy. That's funny, bro. There's probably a lot of just things, uh, uh, just stuff like that that you see out there in Mexico that's kind of like just Mickey Mouse. I mean, the, uh, the- Have you seen those Vespa scooters? Yeah. You know what they are, right? Like, yeah. With the white walls. And a, Vespa, a Vespa, a Vespa, a scooter. Yeah. Bro, you'll fucking see- Six people on that bitch. A baby on the bottom because it has a little thing right here. So the baby's like this, touching the thing. Might be two. The kids and then always like the bigger person at the back and shit. You know what I mean? Like they're taking a risk, but they're also like making sure they know shit happy. Bro, you know how tough those kids grow up riding on a Vespa with six people on? Those are some tough kids, bro. They're going to be something, bro. Well, let's, let's, let's talk about that Vespa. How tough it is, bro. Vespa is, Vespa is a fucking name brand of scooters, bro. It's part of the Harley Davidson of scooters, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like Italian or some shit, I believe. Yeah, bro. And shout out to the, the structure of that motherfucker to hold a whole family. Yeah, bro. Bro, you see wild shit out there, homie. Yeah. I mean, any, any other just like crazy wild shit uh, that you might see or that you've experienced out there, bro? It's just plenty, bro. But like, yeah, okay, we'll leave it at the Vespa story then. Yeah, <laughs> look, if you want to see the most unsafe shit in the world, go to Central America, bro. You'll see it all over the place. You know what I mean? Uh, you don't have to have insurance like in your car to drive around and shit like this. So it's all fair game, dog. Yeah, see a lot of shit, homie. And so the 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 when the police policia see the dude with the vest with the um, mortar, the trike and a thing do they, they that, depends, that depends where yeah like for example where I live the state police cannot enter bro they do not enter the grounds because we have municipal police you know what I mean but if you're like on a this is the other thing they have like certain police that are only for traffic infractions and shit like that so like if a regular police tries to come and tell you look yeah we're doing a, re a routine inspection and shit like that you better know what the fuck to say back to them because if not they're gonna steal from you or they're going to fucking hold you ransom to your family place money and shit like that. So I've learned, like, how to defend myself with that. I've learned a lot about the laws, like, what to say. Like, bro, you're a police. You're not an infraction officer and shit. I mean, yeah. nah, I'm going on my merry way unless you're going to shoot me in front of all these people type shit. You know what I mean? So it's very pick and choose your battles, homie. Pick and choose your battles. You know what I mean? It's very distinct, like, the jurisdiction that police have, the federales, where I live more because it's like a, archaeological zone and police, state police cannot enter like where i live state police don't enter there bro but you know who does enter there the national guard the army the marines trying to catch these fucking gas clicks bro the huachiculeros <laughs> the mean, so it's a different kind of it's a different kind of thing yeah i always talk about it with my friends like 
you can't be on the 605 or on the 60, like, drinking a beer, smoking a joint or something, you know what I mean? And where I live, bro, like, all right, in the morning, we got to go do this, boom, boom, boom. I'm not saying I drink beer and smoke all, all the time, you know, but you can, and no one's going to tell you nothing, bro. No one's going to tell you nothing because you got that much space to breathe and fucking no one's all up on you. In Mexico City, you you really feel crowded, bro. There's, <clears throat> like, where we're at right now, even if, let's say we're inside your house, on the other side of this wall, there's probably 30 people. On the other side of this wall, there's probably another 10 people. That's how I felt in Mexico City, like, really crammed, bro. And that's how the city's built. But on the outskirts where I live at, it's a little bit different, bro. It's a little bit different, a little bit more open. Even the, the culture changes a little bit, you know what I mean? The, the kids are really different. The kids in Mexico City, they're, like, on it, bro. They're, like, they know who's doing the robbing. They know where they rob at. They know that they can rob if they wanted to, you know what I mean? They learn all kinds of shit from stuff in the city. I mean, compared to a, to a kid that drives a Ford F-150 and is picking nopales all morning to earn his fucking lunch or whatever, you know what I mean? Well, it makes sense, bro. It makes sense because you gotta you gotta learn your different terrain. values. Different values, I should say. Yeah, different and values. morals and morals as well, bro. Yeah, so I would say from what you're saying, obviously, the the, the seven year old driving the F one fifty picking up uh, nopales. You bro, know I mean? tripped out. It's probably a like, nicer kid, bro. <laughs> yeah, opposed probably, to the, the, these little swindlers over here, they're gonna exactly, <laughs> bro. Get your ass. Exactly, like you get on the train and you fucking gotta <sighs> always check your pockets to make sure. I got my phone snatched one time, bro. I didn't feel that shit. I did not feel it, bro. And I'm thinking I'm over here. I'm on game. You know what I mean? Nothing's going to happen. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, where the fuck my phone go, bro? Yeah. I had to take that transportation and deal with that kind of shit. You know what I mean? And, and, and yeah, they're more, uh, how should Yo, I say it? Hold on. We got a phone call. You gotta, uh, you're on Hudstocks. Talk to us. Hey, what's up, Lucky? Hey, bro. Uh, what's up, Brown Lucci? What's going on, big you dog? Got, Who's this? fire, fucking fire bars, bro. Thank you, homie. Thank you, homie. They're yeah, not really bars, hey. bro. They're just like little, little, little. Nah, that, no, hey, honestly, bro, that shit's the most purest form of, of hip-hop, dog. Like, that new shit we hear on the radio, that, that ain't real hip-hop. That shit's trash. I you agree. know? It's keeping the culture alive, dog. And, uh, yeah, and fuck you, Lucky. Love you too, <laughs> baby. Thank you, thank you, thank you for, for keeping me entertained on this beautiful Sunday. And, and to that northerner on the chat talking shit. Just remember, fool, you're at the end of the day, you're on a Southern podcast, fool, so keep woofing. You fools have a good day. I'm out. Yeah. Man, th- 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 thank you for the kind words without no disrespect to nobody, dog. Thank yeah. you for the kind words. That, and, and I really, you know what I mean? Like, it's guys like that that, I, that like, don't even know where to find me on the internet and shit like that. And I get to hear that right here. Like, it really, like, I, bro, I can't, I tell you, Mark, those and be like, look, this guy said that he needs more of this shit. So that's how I feel when I do yeah. Like, look how many people say I need. They need more of this shit. So we're trying to turn it into that. I'm trying to turn it into another genre, bro. This is not just hip hop. This is some grown some grown man music, bro. This is the blues. This is the real blues. Man, I don't know if you guys like blues music, but I love blues music, bro. Yeah, I like it. Bro, those fucking guys, the shit they write, they were writing, homie, heavy. Heavy. And I'm and, and I want to turn into that kind of old man where it's Jesus Christ, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah. Or what the fuck did he just instill to me? That's what I want, bro. Absolutely. So it drives me shit. Let me say this too. This is this is not just a southern podcast. This is for everybody, bro. Thank you, Lucky. This is for all colors, all races, all genders. If you're an avatar with boners and a tits, it's okay. 
Enjoy the podcast. Enjoy the story. This is for Please. every. This is for everybody, bro. And no how, no way am I gonna ever box myself into just. Even though it's it's it, it's it's hard to for me to do that at times with the the caliber of individuals, the type of individuals with the backgrounds that come on the podcast, but it's okay. As we move forward, we have different people. Like we had Lynn on yesterday, but if there's a northerner, <coughs> Wolfen, in the in the um, in the chat, bro, you know, I, w- I wish you a good day, bro. Blessings to you and your family, bro. And negativity gets us nowhere, especially when you're on a keyboard, bro. You know what I mean? That's that's uh, 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 unless you're just having fun and 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 um, what do we call it trolling and shit? I do that sometimes too, dog. You know, my dad calls it. My dad calls it goofing around in the in the gym. So my dad calls it. I mean, if you guys are goofing around the gym, it's cool. You know what I mean? But but we're here to have a good time, and at the end of the day, this is entertainment. My shit is for everybody, bro. And 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 I know Lucky don't want to be boxed <coughs> in for. Homie, we're trying to we're trying to we can never grow, bro. If we don't fucking get past this, homie. Absolutely, dog. That's just how I feel about it, bro. No disrespect to nobody. Yeah, and we get past it by, you know, opening ourselves up to new ideas and respecting well, other people's views. We just talked views. about, like, yo, if you can sit here next to your enemy and talk, you know how many... I've been to the county, homie. I've been at Wayside and shit, you know what I mean? Never done on prison time. I'm not from no gang or nothing, but you know how many changes are are happening in the structure right now? And, and you, and you got to applaud these guys that are that are fucking soldiers, bro, and have been for a long time, and have been loyal guys, bro, and 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 appreciate that they're trying to grow because at the end of the day, it's all about growth. If you're not growing, you're stuck in the same place. Homie, I always tell this to my homies, too, like, yeah, just because I was born and raised in La Puente don't mean I got to die in La Puente. Yeah. How dope is it to be like, this, this fool was in Australia when fucking blah, blah. Homie, where are you at, bro? Where are you still at? You're still on the fucking same block, doing the same shit. I... I want to grow, homie. I, I want to see growth in, in my people and my family, and, and just trying to bring success on, 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 on my terms. You know what I mean? I don't need to be in the headlines. I don't need, to, I don't need all kinds of lights on me. And shit. I don't even like to be on camera a lot of shit. Um, yeah, man. You know what? Uh, I, and I was thinking about that, and I have these conversations. I know I had these conversations with Canine before, but I just talk about um, if the, if the podcast. When, well, let's say not if, but when the podcast gets to a point where we don't have to work a day job, and and, and it will, bro. Yeah, and it's and just, it will, bro, because your fucking drive is stupid, bro. Yeah, Are you, bro, you don't even rap a lot anymore. The fact that you put that behind a fucking do, bro, you make me want to do more shit. You know what I mean? Like, bro, I can't. Like, it's it's very it's very powerful for me to see, bro, how much you've opened yourself up, dog. And I can't. I'm still struggling to do that. So you on that, bro? You got me, homie. You got me. <laughs> Dog, imagine if you, yeah. Well, well let's not imagine the evolution of of man should never stop. Your evolution should never stop, homie, because your evolution. Well, I think I don't think none of our evolutions should ever stop as long as we're we're putting the energy into the world in a in a in a, in a positive fashion, right? You know, and we yeah we need those evolutions to exist and keep going as long as God is willing to you know let that go. You know, it's funny because there's like a lot of like a new age people and a lot of spiritual people and be like, yeah, I'm manifesting and I'm speaking it into the world and shit like that. Like, that's good. That's a good start, but it ain't enough. Actions speak louder than words, bro. I could sit here and be like, I want a million dollars to fall in my hand. That don't mean I don't got to work for it. So I better do something. Yeah. Well, people people use that word very uh, loosely. Very. 
and and so yeah, manif- manifestation is is huge, but without no actions behind it, like you just said right now, it is nothing. It's just fucking you. You blowing smoke. You high. You passing around the blunt, and you blowing smoke. I'm gonna fucking what? You know what I mean? I'm gonna. You know what I mean? But if you just still sitting there high and just still talking about it, bro, that's not gonna happen. So yeah, the action to manifestation. Well, is How many huge. people in the chat room pray to their God? You know what I mean? Whatever Muslim, whatever. Christian, Catholic, whatever. You know what I mean? My mom was Catholic. My dad was Mormon. Till this day, my dad's Mormon and my mom is Catholic. How are, how do how do you survive for that much time and raise a family? And even though religiously you're not on the same page, that speaks fucking volumes to me, Dougie. That's big, bro. And I come from that class. It's like, man, I'm very lucky, bro. I'm very lucky to have. You know, my mom is a, a, a strong person and dealing with her her disease and stuff like that. My dad, like, takes Bro, my dad, bro, even though we butted heads a lot as a kid, bro, like, my dad's a G, bro. My dad was a G, homie. My, dad, my dad's known to be a gangster that didn't fuck with drugs or alcohol. Yeah, he might have been, he might have liked girls and shit, womanizing and shit. I mean, <clears throat> people's foundations speak volumes, even if you come from a foundation that you feel like uh, was unstable or something like that. What did you do besides say, I man, I prayed to God and said, nah, bro, you need to take some action too, bro. Sometimes you need to get away from your family because it's toxic. That's okay too. Nobody's judging you. Stop fucking thinking someone's judging you. Stop fucking thinking, oh, I only got to put a, all my uh, successes on fucking in, on social media and shit like that. You know what I mean? Obviously, it makes it look better or whatever for analytics. I get it, bro. But like, we all real people, bro. This this social media thing is is not is not what it is, bro. So let's use it to our advantage. Let's let's work against the algorithms. Let's work against these companies that are trying to exploit us, bro. With our voice, with our minds, bro. With technology that we got available to us. I mean, learn how to do shit that's going to work in your favor and not in someone's favor to <clears throat> utilize against you, to portray you or or, or uh, yeah. stereotype you, bro. I'm done yeah. with that shit, homie. I'm done with that shit. Yeah, use past things. I mean, they do it with that council culture. They can just find one little snippet of you and, and uh, demonize you easy. to the fucking world, bro. Easy, bro. That's the easy part. Yeah. That's that, the easy part. The social media, man, is, is just... I mean, how do you think, speaking of social media, bro, how do you feel about uh, a, a lot of these rappers uh, getting killed, bro, like uh, PMB Rock, bro? How do you feel about stuff like that, bro? And it's happening more and more as as we move, and it's, hap- and, and it's got to do with social media, bro, like, you know, dropping a pin where you're at, you know, stuff like you know. That's another touchy subject, too, you know what I mean? Like, um... Bro, if you got that much time to play games and be looking for come up on social media, well, that speaks volumes about yourself already. That doesn't mean we're going to stop it. That doesn't mean it's going to stop you from having that kind of hunger, I might say, because I was once where, bro, I was once, I don't want to say I had the same mind state, but I was once that hungry was like, I'll do anything to put gas in my car today and have a meal to eat and fucking have somewhere to stay do outlandish shit if I had to, you know what I mean? Because I had to go to work tomorrow. And that's my paycheck. I need I need both. So I, I understand the position that, you know what I mean, 
ah, well, he's over here in this turf, blah, blah, blah. What, what have the OGs shown the younger cats to change this or to avoid these kind of situations where now, okay, yeah, you did that, you earned your stripe or whatever, but you're going to be put away for the rest of your life, bro. That's not cool, bro. Yeah. It's not cool, man. And peace, and peace to everyone, you know what I mean, behind the walls, bro, because that is also not cool. Imagine during COVID and being behind the walls, doggy. I think a lot of things are going to be changing, especially in California, in regards to the, uh, the 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 prison system, the jail system. I mean, they're cracking down on LA County Jail right now for having inhumane conditions, which I grew up in, and I thought that was a norm, bro. And that just struck that just uh, 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 molded you or developed you into a stronger person by going through such fucked up uh, uh, living conditions. But then again, people are like, "You committed the crime, do the time, baby," and that's what it is. <laughs> you know, it's but 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 they're making it. There, there. I think things are going to be changing where you do time, bro, and it's probably going to be uh, a lot easier um, than it has been in the past. You know, because of all these laws and a lot of different people. You know, what I mean, the, you know, the the the, uh, the left. being a prisoner is not easy on me. But some of us are already prisoners and we're not even in jail, or some of us think that we're free and we're not free. I mean, we just got invisible bars that that we abide by. I mean, you abide by traffic rules. Do you abide by you're only as good as your credit score? Do you buy all that shit? That's a that's a prison, bro. That's a structure. That's a program. You know what I mean? A f- funny story one time when I, I went to the county and shit. And at first, you know, when when you get in general pot, they put you in the blues and shit like that, and you go take your TB fucking shit like that. I was in the wheelchair, and they're like, yo, you're going to the Browns. All right, well, I don't got no fucking choice. I got no fucking leg going to the Browns. I get to my fucking, uh, I get to my dorm, and I had must, they must have took like 18 hours to process me, dog. So whatever they gave me, like, I didn't look to see if it had shit stains or if it had, you know what I mean? Yeah. You were so just happy I, to get it and move it forward. In exactly. Like, yeah. fuck, I'm tired for Just take me where I need to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I get to my door and I fall asleep. I wake up. And one of the camaradas goes like this when I'm asleep. Hey, doggy. You okay, dog? I'm like, yeah, homie. I had a long fucking time running just trying to get some rest and shit. He's like, all right, Holmes. You got a shit stain on your, on your fucking... Uh, on your sheet, I thought you were fucking coming down off heroin or some shit. I was trying to help you out. He was trying to, you know what I mean? And I was like, nah, dog. And I so, you know what I mean? Big old skid mark. Skid marks are the best. Enjoy my best sleep, full fucking big ass skid mark right here. All these fools think I'm fucking shit. Yeah, booze you know I mean? Man, dog, I see tacatos in there, dog, and I'm just like, I will never put a needle of heroin in my arm. Why? Because look what you going through, bro. You know what I mean? And then you see them old motherfuckers. Motherfuckers trying to hustle the little youngsters for all their sweets. Hey, youngster, <laughs> give me that Snickers. I'll give you two Snickers next week. <laughs> next week, he's like, hey, dog, the money didn't land yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he goes to the next youngster. Next, you know, this fucking Takato was about 50 fucking Snicker bars, dog. And he's getting transferred, dog. You know what I mean? And he's just not leaving. Everybody's looking at him like, 
no, 10 Snicker bars are leaving. <laughs> 20 Snicker bars <laughs> are leaving. <laughs> you know, motherfuckers are like, what the f- hey, dog. It's, now, it's, what was his name but those 20 Snicker bars that just walked out right now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't want to see that dude go, bro, because he's still talking about, he's got yeah. a check. He's got, oh, nah, you know, my highness car broke down, dog. You know I mean, the Gatos are the funniest in there, and you got to watch out for them. But as you, as you, uh, grow into this system and you uh, uh, you get to know these individuals that are going through certain things, a come down or, you know what I mean, whatever, um, you, you, you see all the fucking red flags. You're like, nah, fuck you, homie. You got me last time. My first time I was in here. You ain't getting me this time. <laughs> it's crazy, dog. Hey, let's play Let's play uh, one last song off this album right here, bro. You know what I mean? I'm going to let you choose. Which ones do we play? Let's play... Uh... Let's play two last ones. Yeah, let's do it. Play a Let It Go, and then let's play Won't. Let's play. What's it? Let me see. Let's play Lit Bogey, and then let's play Won't Let It Go, bro. We could, okay. we could, we could finish with that. Let's do it. Here we go, Brown Lucci, baby. This one is called Lit Bogey. I don't hide that I'm a sinner 
sound like that when they sent it to me big up to the homie brillo who uh, uh mastered the track and he played the guitars on that shit he was like yo let me let me show you something and he sent it back to me and i was like bro that's fucking amazing bro that shit's automatically on the album yeah yeah he did a beautiful job and then <clears throat> i wrote that also during covid most of the shit I, I i wrote during covid and shit and uh basically that's like my uh i could be fly too but i could spit some wicked shit on there you know what i mean Lit bogey is like what I say in there. Uh, like my bogey, keep your hands off my trophy. Like, bro, stop trying to fucking do this and that. Fucking light me up. Light my light my cigar on me. You yeah. can like you can light my bogey. Listen to me, and shit. Yeah. That's like some like my Sinatra shit. Like my fuck you shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I was I felt like I was just, just kept on waiting for the beat to drop, and then I realized. That this the, the 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 vibe and this is what it was and it, and it reminded me of like an intro of like some Pink Floyd fucking music, dog. I remember you telling me like and, and I took you <clears throat> I took your word too because I think I I might have sent this to you and you're like, bro, I love your shit, but you need a hook to drive people in. But I think you you think you didn't understand like the body of work that we're trying to create to like create something is yeah. more than just like one song that's like boom. But then after you told me that. Bro, I did like three singles with fucking hooks on it and shit. Yeah. And I even told you like what I don't remember what track it was. Like, hey, bro, this hook I wrote because you fucking told me to put hooks on it and shit. Word, man. That's right. Now this one's called "Won't Let It Go." Word. This That's one, I, this one I wrote. Uh, this is the last song I wrote on the album. Uh, my son was probably like already like um, six months old, and I just felt like this was something I I, I wanted to leave him. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's go. I'm just trying to make it. I'm just trying to grow. It's true what you reap is what you sow. The streets won't let it go. The streets won't let it go. The streets won't let it go. Never knew clarity. Thought I knew my enemy. Some honest liars. Some real friends to me. Pick and choose my battles. Fill a clip with hollows. Take care of business. See who's still my friend tomorrow. I'm in a bad place looking for money I can borrow. Watch me how I flip it, homie. I'm gonna make you proud. Ain't they show you nothing? Now go ahead, go settle down. Let me show you how to go. Get it by yourself. Pocket full of shells. Pocket full of stones. This is how you make it in this world. This is what they tell you. This is what it's sold. 
I'm just trying to make it. I'm just trying to grow. It's true what you reap is what you sow. The streets won't let it go. These boulevards and avenues know all the bravest ghosts. I've always known the blues. My pops just since the soul. I'm always on the move. It's always time to roll. Can't do the same shit and expect different results. I've known her love for months. I've suffered for my faults. And still it ain't enough. The people out for blood. You wasting time swinging from my nuts. I don't feel no hate. All I feel is love. I had to learn my way that love's a bullet from a gun. I'm just trying to make it. I can never run. Someone's gotta pay for what's been done. I'm just trying to make it. I'm just trying to grow. It's true what you reap is what you sow. The streets won't let it go. The streets won't let it go. These boulevards and avenues know all the bravest ghosts. I'm just trying to make it. I'm just trying to grow. It's true what you reap is what you sow. The streets won't let it go. The streets won't let it go. The streets won't let it go. Raps on some shit like that, bro. Yeah, I know, bro. That shit right there is just it, it's 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 on a just it's on another vibe. It's on another frequency, bro. I mean, what would you? I mean, what would you? What mood would you consider uh, this right here? That one? Yeah. Would you consider that? The streets won't let it go. These boulevards and avenues know all the bravest ghosts. I'm just trying to make it. I'm just trying to grow. I mean, I'm just, it's like, it's kind of reflecting on the shit I've done and knowing that I still might have consequences and shit for the, for, the, for the decisions I've made and shit like that, you know what I mean? But also kind of like, yeah, bro, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to touch people's it's, emotions because your life, and my not, life is not the same. It's easy to say, like, hustle, like, bang, and then boom, boom, boom. But at the same time, all that shit is going on, but for everybody, it's something every, everyone can relate to. I'm just trying to make it. I'm just trying to grow. Yeah, it's just, it seems uh, more like very just deep thought, self-reflection. And, I mean, I can, I can, I can hear something like that when I can potentially be in a, going through some things, right? You know what I mean? And uh maybe uh just maybe in a slump trying to get out of out of that. I mean, the 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 you know, vibrations, the frequencies, you know what I mean? Um that, and that's that's kind of what I was asking you, like the mood. Well, all the songs are based off the title Cast Stones, bro. And I'm not going <clears throat> to I'm not going to repeat verbatim from the Bible, but something like yo, for those who have not sinned, cast the first stone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Stop judging, not just me, but everything. Oh, no? All right. Cast the first stone. Cast stones. Yeah. Cast stones on me. You feel that righteous? Cast your stones on me, and I'm going to show you where you're wrong. So okay. I'm just trying to prove, like, a point on this album. Like, yo, I don't have to be a rowdy motherfucker all the time. Like, bro, I've grown from that shit. Can I do it? Yeah. Will I do it again? Of course. I like to have a good time, dog. Yeah. You think I don't want to see motherfuckers slamming and shit? Bro, I love that shit, bro. Yeah, I love that shit. The best one I've I've ever experienced live to my own shit was in Peru. Look it up; it's on YouTube. I went to Peru with with Killer Priest, bro, and I feel bad. I, and I'm sorry, I respect Killer Priest, bro, but 
I fucking killed that shit. His fucking performance is probably not that memorable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Outshine them. But on this one, I just wanted to, I wanted to bring something more grown up, bro, something a little bit more personal because I'm not very personal. So I wanted to show him, like, I can still be gritty. I can still be nasty. But I'm going to make you fucking look in the mirror, dog. Before I, you fucking cast a stone, I mean, I mean, cast stones. I mean, but, do, do they write, who do, who writes, like, the, I mean, this album, bro, like you said, cast stones, it's all, it's basically an entire movie. It's a concept, it's a concept. It's all a my, concept, and you, but you went with it through the whole. Dead Man Tell No Tales is a concept album. Uh, <clears throat> Bad Die Hard is a, is a concept album, my second solo. But that one's a little, like, almost on a different tip. I'm more like, uh, f- bro, I was fucking frustrated. I fucking couldn't find places to record in Mexico. I was fucking uh, financially unstable, bro. Um, I was having problems with my prosthetic and shit. I was constantly having to fucking waste money on flights. And a lot of shit was going on, so I was really, like, on some fuck the world type shit and just, like, it's really different, bro. It's really different if you, if you hear Bad Die Hard and you hear Castone, it's like, yeah, whoa. This album, bro, I don't, I don't know if I can top it, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be super hard. Well, it's, I'm, it, I'm trying, though. You're like an abstract painter, bro, and so this is, you feel like this has been your your mass, masterpiece thus thus far. The plan, you know? the plan for all these projects were, you know, being that stuff was working in our favor was to, like, do... Uh, short films for all this shit, and the only, I told you, and, yeah. and the only the only way you could get it is by buying the DVD or some shit like that. Yeah. After I figured out, well, it's gonna be much tougher. It's a great idea. It's a great idea, but it might be much tougher to do. But maybe in the future, you guys might see something like that. Possibly. I mean. Yeah. And I don't have to do albums all year long, bro. I can do singles that are just as. I could do a single that will fucking kill albums. Easy. Yeah. But who 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 to this day uh, still writes like that in regards to like a concept album like the the every song relates it's it's like every song is passing the baton to the next chapter of the story it's all one story bro I mean who did you get that from and who else does that I got that when Nico sent me the beats I started to I started to like name them the titles you know who taught me that Big Duke Big Duke will tell us, yo, this song's named this, this is the beat. This song's named this, this is the beat. And I started to learn, like, all, all of Dead Man Tell No Tales, I said, look it, this song's called this, this is what I want to talk about every song. Boom, 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 boom. So it forced me to write about those kind of subject matters, you know what I mean? And on this one, I kind of took the same approach, but was more like, all right, stop fucking rapping, bro. Stop rapping. On Dead Man Tunnel Tales, I was a hungry motherfucker. I had just lost my leg. I was 24 years old when I lost my leg, you know what I mean? And and I recorded over the period of four years until I met Duke. And I already had, like, the songs ready. It was like, now I got to rename these boom, boom, boom to go with the, the <coughs> theme of Dead Man Tunnel Tales, the pirate theme and shit like that, you know what I mean? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to not rap against nobody. Not be competitive. I don't want to. What's the use of that, bro? It's like, what? What do I want to do this the whole time, or do I want to get fucking past this? You know what I mean? 
It's like, how do I do that where people still like the shit? I mean, so when you told me, bro, about this exact song, you're like, that beat's, that beat's not it, bro, but I, I like your, I like what you're saying on it. Like, it really, it didn't it didn't bother me because I knew you hadn't heard the whole body of work. Yeah. And now that you kind of heard sense, yeah. now, now, right? It yeah, makes, it makes a little sense. bit more sense. 100% it does, dog. Remember uh, Joe El Cholo? Yes, bro. Bro, uh, rest in, dog. Nah, I'm not going to say, <clears throat> he, I reached out to him, uh. We talked about him, me and you, no? On the pod, well, Joe, Joe El Cholo, if you guys aren't familiar with the homie, rest in peace. Rest in peace, bro. Yeah, um, he was on the he was on the podcast, and and he at the time he was uh, he had one leg from the knee, uh, gone right, and um, I said, bro, I gotta hook you up with my boy Brown Lucci, ba ba ba. To make a long story short, and I I, I can't remember the exact uh, uh, conversation, but the gist of it was, my hook it with the homie right here, bop, 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 and then you got in contact with him and you offered him. Yeah, he reached out to me and was telling me about all, all of the complications he was having, because he was also, he had one that was below the knee and one that was above the knee. And I told him, well, I'm above the knee and I'm on the left-hand side. I think he was the opposite, above the knee, but on the right-hand side, it's like, bro, I have a leg, bro. I have an, a leg that I don't use. And it was a microprocessor leg. Bro, we're talking about a $100,000 leg, bro. And I told him, look, bro, I got to go out there. I'm going to have them reprogram it to the other side, and I'm going to give it to you, bro. He was like, what? I was like, yeah, but you have to understand it's a learning curve. Like, don't think you're just going to put this on and be like fucking RoboCop, homie. Don't work like that. Like, it's going to take some work. You're going to be uncomfortable. You got to find You got to find your level of know how your body works and the sensors in the leg need to understand like how hard you work throughout the day what kind of climbs you do kind of a lot of shit right like kind of educate him he didn't no one told him none of this shit bro that this was available to him or if it was available to him what it was going to take to wear one you know i think he was under the impression because one of his legs was below the knee well that's bro i wish i was below the knee homie i wish i was below the knee bro it's I'll fucking play football. I'll play. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Still, it's a little bit different. It's a learning curve because now you have a knee that is not yours. It's like a computer, like its own brain that has to learn from your other your other limb that you do have. Well, his other limb was cut off from below the knee. You know what I mean? So I told him it's gonna be super different, but I guarantee you that if you do this, et cetera, et cetera, bro, you're unstoppable. Um, he had messaged me where to send the stuff, and he was like, bro, thank you, la, la, la. He was going to send me some shirts, and, and, and it must have been, like, bro, three weeks after all that, where apparently he succumbed, and... He passed away, uh... It really fucked me up, bro. It really fucked me up, because, I, like, <clears throat> he wasn't a person that I followed a lot, but when I knew about him, I kind of looked his stuff up, but I t- had talked to him extensively about, you know, prosthetics and, and stuff to tr- try to help him for his leg, or where he could go. Like, I uh, I have a couple of doctors out here, one in Downing, one in Whittier, and I was like, bro, go to this fucking guy, bro. Because they've helped me, bro. They've helped me and they changed my life, you know what I mean? So I was just trying to point him in the right direction, and and bro, no one, had, no one has insurance where they can get these kind of legs, bro, and I had one I wasn't using. I was like, take this one, homie. Take yeah. this one and run, homie. I remember he told me about that, and I said, fuck yeah, dog. I told you, I said, the homie solid, bro. I didn't know you were gonna offer him one of your legs, bro. Um, 
but he now that I now that I'm 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 thinking about the the time when he was on the podcast a couple months before that he had just lost his second leg, right? Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, they had just like literally like 3 4 months. He was super frustrated, bro. Like stuff kept happening to him and he was just like fuck do I do? I don't have no I don't know resources. I don't know who to talk to because there ain't no homies like me. I mean, so I understood, bro. There ain't no homies like me too when this shit happened to me. I was 24 years old, dog. I was 24 years old, fool. I used to be a fucking, I used to play goalie and, and semi-pro soccer. I used to fucking slam dunk on motherfuckers, bro. And like, you go from that to like, now I can't even chase after my son type shit, fool. So your yeah. mind stays. Yeah, it's, it's. And, and more for him, bro, because he has more kids than me and he's, he had a little bit more, uh, what should I say? He had a little bit more ox- obstacles than I did. But I think, though, I, I, I didn't know about his other medical problems, but I think, I feel, bro, he he could use a good prosthetic and been productive member of society for a long time, bro. Yeah, absolutely, bro. You know what? He It's crazy, bro, because when he got COVID, well, I think it was pneumonia, and then, you know, at the, right. this is the during the Mr. COVID, he was actually inviting me to a lot of places, you know? And 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 I was like, dog, you know what I mean? Um, because I, I I believe I believe in 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 both, you know what I mean? In regards to like, I I, I the vac if you're gonna get vaccinated, you're basically a guinea pig. Okay, you're your own person. You decide what you want to do. You know what I mean? I talked to people that were in the hospitals and medical field, and they were saying that hey, yeah, there's vaccinated people in the hospitals, but they're not in fucking ICU. You know, hey, take that for what it's worth. I take it for what it's worth, right? So we get put forward from these information, sort of like the horse's mouth, the people that are actually right. in these in these facilities with these patients. But and, and I asked him, I said, hey, bro, you know what I mean? You're going, you're doing a lot of shit, you know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I said, man, dog, you should probably like slow down right now a little bit, dog. Kind of me too. I was like, bro, <clears throat> I know, I know you want to take off with the comedy stuff. You're trying to do stuff for your family, but you won't be able to do that unless you're fucking. Superman with your prosthetics. I, I try to instill that, like, yo, this is going to help you do... This. Bro, I went back to school. At, how old was I? 30 to fucking learn phlebotomy and all that shit and fucking took off running with the fools with the head of my unit. Like, we were on a... Sp- I don't know if, if people know, like, the layout of Las Vegas. Like, there's a grip, a hospital, there's certain... Sh- bro, we, I've worked all those hospitals, bro. A special unit. Like, people cannot poke those people until this unit comes. Yeah. So I felt like a badass showing up to the hospital. The, our, our team, like the blue jackets, our bags, bro, they knew like, oh shit, the vampires are here. This shit's about to get serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we were respected. Nurses, they don't fucking respect phlebotomists, bro. Yeah. Like I'm a nurse, I'm a doc type shit, you know what? Oh yeah, but why can't you fucking draw this guy's blood? Yeah. Why Why do you keep poking that baby three times? I'll do it one shot at Vamanos, way. Yeah. I mean? So I really felt special about that job, and I love that job, bro. And and, and uh, having that medical knowledge like help help me like be able to talk to him because I could suggest stuff like, "Don't don't go this route because they're gonna fucking make you do this. They're gonna give you this fucking pole that they're gonna make you walk on for a year before you can have something." I have a microprocessor, something you gotta fucking charge and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was like, "Dude, I didn't even know. They don't show me that stuff." And I was like, and I sent him a catalog. I was like, "Look, boo." This is what they're going to give you. These are the legs I got. Which one you want? I had two. I was like, which one you want? This is the pros and cons. This one is the pros and cons. This one is... And we came to an agreement, and yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, it fucked me up. It fucked me up when he... You know what was crazy, too, bro, is when when uh, 
Joe El Cholo, comedian, RIP, past guest in this podcast, a friend of the platform. Um, when the homie was, Young Beefs has a fucking... Yeah, he tattooed Yeah, his bro, I saw shit. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's just hard. But when he was, bro, when he was in the hospital and they had him in the fucking, uh, just like the uh, the tents, whatever, the COVID tents, bro, he was doing live feeds. I don't know if you've seen any yeah. of his live feeds, yeah, bro. Yeah, he's getting... He's doing live feeds and he's fuck. saying, he's saying, look at the condition they that, have, I'm in. that I'm in. And and he was, he had live feeds of video in the hospital that he was in. And I believe it was up in the desert, bro. It was up in the desert. He should have got down here to the fucking city, dog. But it was up in the desert, dog. And it was there was broken fucking needles. There was fucking blood on the disgusting, floor, bro. bro it was bro. fucking horrible, bro. Like his family should have a, a a lawsuit on that shit, bro. You know, I don't know. I mean, his his, his you know, man. Money. Out of respect for out of respect for Joe and shit, like I, I feel that that with the knowledge they had and the resources they had, that. They did what was appropriate. Should they be able to do that stuff? Absolutely, bro. Should he have been in those conditions? Fuck no, bro. Yeah. What the fuck? Homie, I walked into some nasty shit. Like those old folks' homes, like we had contracts to go to those old folks' homes, all kind of shit. Dog, and, I, and sometimes I'll walk in and I'll tell the nurse, like, why does, he's, he's been, he told me he's been asking for water for three hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? He told me that he was supposed to this supposed to happen like and, and it would piss me off, bro, because I was there, bro. I've been one of those guys, bro, and like it's not cool, man. Yeah, it's not cool. So I would tell him like ah, that's what I'm telling you. Like nurses don't like phlebotomists. Phlebotomists were like fucking psychiatrists, dog, because they tr it's not easy to draw someone's blood, and not everyone trusts you to draw their blood. You build a bond with people. Like, no, I want him. Is he here tonight? Yeah, he's here. Boom, boom, boom. They start talking to you, bro. You start learning about them. And two weeks later, they're gone, doggy. Yeah. And you've seen the conditions they were in. So I'm telling you, like, I felt disgusted a little bit about, about that kind of job because I saw what was about to happen. I saw COVID. I'm sorry, bro. I saw COVID before it was happening, bro, because we were being trained for some shit. So for me, I think it was a plan. It's a, it was a, it's a program. It's an agenda. And I don't want I didn't want to you know partake in that no more. You know what I mean? I I, I had lost patients that it, it would fuck me up, dog. I would go home like, fuck, bro. So and so died, you know what I mean, or this one died. Like uh, phlebotomists—they're really like, um, bro. They're phlebotomists are not nerds, fool. Phlebotomists are like, like I'm saying, like they get close to people, and after their shifts, they talk about like, yo, did you have a problem with them? So I can go see them tomorrow. Like they would trust us, you know what I mean? Like, so we would talk like that after, the, on, you know, off the clock and shit. And it would bother us, bro. Like, I've seen a lot of people just turn into med techs or lab, like doing other stuff because that shit's a fucking hard job to hear people in distress, bro, and the medical system do fucking nothing for them, bro. And phlebotomists, you ain't shit. You're the fucking, you're the bottom of the rank, bro. I mean, bottom of the food chain. So it would be, if a doctor listen, like there's some doctors that are super cool, bro, like let me talk to who's drawing this blood and, I, and he'll be like, what kind of problems are you having or does the blood clot during blah, blah, blah. Very few doctors do that shit, bro. So we need more people person in those kind of areas, bro, if we expect for the people that are sick and our families and stuff like that to have a have the living conditions and and the resources available to them to treat their illness, bro. We we need to stop focusing on oh well there's no care or this doesn't care. Nah, it's not gonna care, bro. It's not made to care. It's made to make money. You know? It's made to prolong. You need to take medicine 
until you can't pay for it no more, then you die. What fucking kind of life is that, bro? To me, I feel like, yo, the moment that you can't have a, and, it, and it's going to happen one day where I can't wear one, bro, and I'm going to be on crutches or, or a wheelchair for the rest of my life. Okay, so what am I doing from now till then to not, my, to not be like my grandpa? My grandpa also had a, a, a amputated leg from diabetes. So what, am, what kind of stuff am I doing? What's available to me? Am I doing enough research? Am I, bro, <clears throat> there's an operation out here called osteointegration. I think we talked about it last time. It's not available here. You know, I fucking talk to those doctors in Australia, and they write me back and talk to me extensively. Yeah. But because it's not available to me, or because America does not allow it, or if you go and work for someone, their insurance is not going to pay for it, it's never going to happen for me. It's just a fucking dream. I dream about it, bro. You know? So it's, it makes you think a lot about our, our how we take a, take care of our of our sickly. And, and, or do we just be like... I want my insurance will cover you to go to fucking Kaiser, boom, boom. Have you seen fucking some of these rooms in Kaiser and doggy? Yeah. Might as well be at LA County. How how is the how is the medical system out there in Mexico? Worse. Yeah. Worse, bro. But it's easier to be a nurse. It's easier to be all these things, but you're not gonna get paid the same. I'll pay you shit to do the same thing I was doing right there. Oops. If it was that easy, I would have just went to work at the hospitals in Mexico. What am I doing? Fucking riding horses and selling goats and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, does your does your son have a medical insurance, or how does that work out there, bro? How much does it? How much? I'm, and this is I'm not trying to get too personal. How much did it cost you to have a kid like in the hospital? Me? Yeah. I mean, uh, it it was basically a a a, a, a pookie. And um and a lot of methamphetamine, dog. No, you know but the mean? cost, the medical cost, like what kind I, of bill? I don't did even you, know, bro. I like never when, seen when the baby bill, came, did your did your well uh, for for one thing on the on the the kid the two kids that I was around, I mean that I was I had I had medical insurance to take your lady to a doctor appointment for her pregnancy, roughly. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't get uh I didn't get billed on that. I think maybe she had medical and then I had insurance for the kids. All right, well, roughly in the United States, it's going to cost you like. Twelve to twenty thousand dollars to have a kid in a hospital. Okay. And Mexico doesn't cost that, bro. Okay. I got super. I couldn't have a kid here, bro. Damn, dog. So you telling me, dog, that I got a lot of fucking back pay? (laughs) 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 What I'm saying is the value for things is different in different places. So here they value the insurance. So it's just extra, extra, extra stuff that it costs you. It shouldn't cost you that much to have a baby. I could have a midwife come to my house and have a baby for free. I'll give her eight hundred dollars or whatever, and give her dinner or something, and we're yeah. good. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's how it is over there. Are there great hospitals out there? Absolutely, absolutely. Are there resources out there for amputees? Very few, homie. Very few. There's a company called Autobach who makes my leg that I wear now. They have an office out in Mexico City, and when I first got there, I was like, I want to work with amputees, so I'm gonna go. I went directly to them. I was like, Look, this is who I am. This is what I do. Where are your patients? Can I can I talk to them one day and, and tell them I'm not trying to charge you nothing, but I want to be part of Autobach and maybe later on it can turn into something. So I tried to go that route, bro. Yeah. They don't want that kind of shit, bro. Huh. You know what I mean? So there's an there's an agenda everywhere. Shit, you know what I mean? If it was that easy for me to have that that operation, why why every amputee doesn't get osteointegration? You know I mean, because they want to say because oh it's an open wound. No. There's, there's a lot of weight, bro. This is, two, this is 2022, homie. Yeah. 
Why don't we? Fucking why don't we have CIA that? and FBI saying there's UFOs and shit now? Are you trying to tell me I fucking can't have a leg attached to my own bone so I can do my own shit? I have to pay for this plastic thing I got to fucking wear for the rest of my life. And if I lose weight, it doesn't fit. Or if I grow and gain weight, it doesn't fit. So you're thinking there's technology right now? And Absolutely, I get it, bro. there is. There's technology that can that can. There's someone that is as, as passed on and has a good leg and then it saved the blood types fit they can connect that leg to your oh, leg look what they're doing with stem cell bro yeah i was gonna ask you about stem cells too dog i want to be like a lizard fool and lose my tail and grow that shit back <laughs> yeah matter of weeks or whatever even my my foot might be little until it gets bigger bigger you know <laughs> like yeah i wish homie could there be some shit like that possibly i i'm not i'm not um i'm not convinced in in, in that sense but is there stuff that can change the quality of life for an amputee? Absolutely. Do they want us to have it? Fucking no. What kind, what money are you going to make? Yeah. Why don't they cure cancer? Why don't they cure AIDS? Same shit, homie. Same shit. It's all like, once you got something, once you got, ah, uh, you're on fucking SSI, or you don't got a leg, or you got this, or pretty much you're dead and you're just waiting and paying to die. And that's why I chose to get the fuck out of here. I'm not paying to die, homie. I'm dying to live, doggy. Yeah. I mean? Absolutely, brother. Dying to live. And that, you know what, it always makes sense, too, because you can always just relate it to just different uh, issues that we have in in the States, right, the United States. And, and some people are like, all this money we got, why don't we fucking, uh, uh, you know, finally solve homelessness? But you know how many programs or how many people that are employed in these programs to help the homeless people can you imagine if instead of throwing all this money to a country for a war that we ain't got nothing to do with bro you know what i mean and that's where it's at like yo all these social workers all these foundations that are non-profit all right where the fucking funds at bro where the funds at or are you mad because in east la there's addicts or in on skid row there's addicts and so you're going to treat them different with the funding i mean isn't this america aren't all men create equal? No, we're fucking not, homie. Oh, dog. Not by design, at least. Food chain, baby. You know? Some people are eating a fucking uh, hamburger patty like a steak, and somebody, you know, is eating that tomahawk right that now. Fucking... Like a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't shit to them, you know what I mean? It's levels, baby. Hey, you know what, dog? This has been fucking dope, dog. Uh, we're at uh, three hours on this dog. Holy shit. I think this has been amazing, brother. Thank you so much, nah, dog. Thank you, bro. Thank you for having me. I'm yeah. not worthy, bro. I'm not worthy. Dog. You are, bro. And you need to stop that shit, dog. Any anything that you would like to promote? How people get in contact with you? Your next show? Dog? Not really, but I gotta I gotta shout out the homies because I told them I would, dog. And I have to take a piss, so this might be like fast. Let's let's start with shout out Frankie Knuckles, bro. Shout uh. out Frankie Knuckles, big dude, cycle around. Shout out the homie Nico JP. Go get this fucking album or message me and I'll fucking send you a CD. We're not going to make no more, so get it fast. Uh, shout out to fucking the homie Burbski. Shout out to Mars from Los Chaotics, the whole Brooklocks crew, bro. Shout out to fucking We All Center. Shout out to Block Monster. Shout out to Snuffy's Mouth Art. Shout out to fucking Disease 84. Shout out to Ito. The homie Spit Jams, Conejo, uh, Snoop Dogg, M80. Shout out to fucking, um, who else is on my shit? Shout out to Camouflage Monk. 
Shout out to Stu Bangers. I got a gang of music on the way, and, and I'm going to try and be a little bit social with you guys. You can catch me at GetLucci, L-O-O-C-H-I on Instagram or on Facebook. I don't really jump on it at Brown Lucci. And yeah, man, yeah, let's fucking, let's turn this into something that that's positive for us, and let's fucking rock some shows all year long, though. Absolutely. Everybody give it up for Brown Lucci. Yeah. I'm going to take a leak. Do it, baby. Appreciate you guys. We'll be back Wednesday night. Like, subscribe, all that good shit. You know what to do, baby. We are...